We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entering the Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2020 Week 6 Picks Against the Spread. Game previews, I'd say Survivor, but there's only one of us left. We'll get to him very, very momentarily. And then we'll have super locks and losing bets and all that fun stuff. Plus golf picks at the end of the show. If you're looking for them, you just hit the time codes for everything and find out where you need to jump to. Obviously, there are still some games off the board for week six. As we record this, week five isn't even finished yet because there's Tuesday night football. So we do not know the outcome of that game or even how it started. Because we actually, shockingly enough, you're watching this on like a Wednesday morning when it's released. Uh, we didn't record it at 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning. We recorded it on Thursday night. Just, you know, a little tricks of the trade for some of you morons out there uh, who may not realize that. So now you know. If you're looking to play in the best tournament on DraftKings, the Pat Mayo Experience Open, the Listener's League link is in the description of the video and podcast. And as always, we encourage the viewers to time code your favorite parts of the show in the comment section after you smash the like button and you can give me your favorite bets of the week down there too. I always take a scan of those and see what the peoples are on. Uh, if you help us time code the best parts of the show, I can make the best of the year very easy towards the end and we can actually have it for once. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me. The Jeff Feinberg show. Yes. Will happen Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time, Fridays, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on FTN daily.com completely free show congratulations yeah super excited uh super excited uh start this wednesday 10 p.m get set for for shadow creek do some nfl thing baseball playoffs whatever yeah whatever it, it, it comes is, of it it is a platform where you can say things like justin herbert 16 to 1 and then some guy who's wrong just yells <laughs> at you back and no one will be there to yell at me back but uh yeah i'll just do do what I want to do and uh, be thinking about it for a long time and excited to finally get it 
off the ground. And I think the timing is perfect. The NFL season is hitting like we're getting almost in full stride. I don't want to get too ahead of our skis because every week's a juggling act. And the Masters is here in, in, in a few weeks. So, oh, perfect timing to, to get uh, something going. And it'll supplement, I guess, everything I'm doing here with you and, and elsewhere. And I'm, again, excited. So Wednesday, 10 p.m. will be the debut show. Uh, FTNDaily.com. If you want access to all the projections and the tools, and even at FTNBets.com, there's the prop shop, which is completely free. Highly recommend you go check that out. But if you're looking for, like, optimizer projections, all the tools, everything like that, use code MAYO. Get yourself a discount, and it's already discounted by 25% because the season is one quarter over. Only makes sense. Why would you charge full price for something you're only getting three-fourths of? FTNDaily.com. You can find the links down in the description. If you're looking for the cheat sheet for this show, it'll be up on... FTNBets.com. I've been doing it up there uh, without your guys' knowledge. Just been typing it up, throwing the show up, throwing the cheat sheet up. I so see it. I, I will link that in the description of the video as well. I love think. the prop shop. The prop shop's fucking good, right? Yeah. I mean, I got was on the wrong end of some Hunter Henry props last night. Should have just bet touchdown like you always do. He did have the anytime, which supplemented the bad decisions. The fact we couldn't get the fifth reception was killer. Like, I don't, whatever. I got my own show to talk about it. Dickless first down runs. We couldn't just pass to Henry for six yards on first down a few times. Prop shop, amazing. My wife also, not thrilled about the name of the show, but I'm not for like wordplay at all. No, you want to make it so if someone Googles it, they'll find, if they're Googling you, they will find yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, that's what it is. That's what it is. I don't need no fancy wordplay. I don't need no fancy wordplay. No, bad as as someone on the show would say, bad SEO value for some of that stuff. Unless you made the unless you made the name of your show Picks, Bets, and Rankings, <laughs> <laughs> which is maybe a uh, URL that I have purchased. Picksandrankings.com. <laughs> anyway, Sounds like a winner. Paul is behind the camera, the third member of the team. The coin is in studio in the forty eighth. Member of the team is on the line right now, but he's freaking out about the Supreme Court. But not in the way that you would think about, because what he thinks the Supreme Court is, is a small food court that just has Taco Bell. It's Tim Andergust! Tim Andergust. That's not my name. I think Fry Supreme are terribly overrated, I have to say. So you so people love them? So you're anti-Supreme Court. You don't want to pack the court with Fry Supreme, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, nor do I want to pack my uh, left ventricle by uh, consuming too many... Uh, too many of those things. How dare you? Oh, Paul. They're not good. They're not good, Paul. I'm sorry. The, the Harvey's new poutines look legit. I'd have those over uh, uh, Fry's Supreme from uh, fr- from the Taco Bell. Sorry. Fry's like Supreme that. is the only reason to go to Taco Bell. I stand for I don't know what that. I agree. What about Dorito shell Dorito shelled tacos? Well, what do you pick hard. up at Taco Bell, Pat? Because I know your wife loves Taco Bell. Yeah, I never go to Taco Bell. I hate Taco Bell. <laughs> okay, but what does she like? Uh, she gets fries supreme. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so I don't. I'm sorry. Regular old taco or burrito from there is a okay in my books. Yeah, but if you're gonna get like a regular burrito or a regular taco, there are so many like different taco places well, you can actually go to that have like. Well, good yeah, stuff. but those are like t- t- ten or eleven or twelve dollar burritos. If I want a cheap, quick burrito, like Taco Bell is made for that, right? Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tim Too Rich, that $10 for a good burrito is just too much for you. What, what, 
Well, you're shifting back and it's forth not- here between being the world's richest man and the world's poorest person. Oh, there's nothing wrong with spending ten or eleven or twelve dollars on a burrito. I've done it many a time, but I'm just saying that you may not be in the mood for that if you want something quick and on the go. Burritos are also not a car food. You know what I mean? I have, I have a strong belief that the reason that places like McDonald's thrives and Tim Hortons thrives in ways that other places don't is because they're car foods. You can easily eat them on the go. You go to Burger King and get a Whopper. You can't eat that on the go. Go ahead and try, and you, that's the only thing worth getting there anyway. So, like, that's why they don't thrive as much. You gotta, ha- gotta have car food. I believe that very strongly. So you can't eat a Whopper on the go while driving. I think it's very difficult. That's a big old burger. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't really eat on the go. I like to just sort of maybe find the time to, to sit. But well, you but, can't. But something they won't let you it, in the store. But you can't. Okay, you're right. Now is a sort of a different ecosystem, but you can't. McDonald's is easy to eat in the car. Well, yeah. And Burger King isn't. It's the same shit. Well, yeah, but you're not. Okay. I guess this is a very particular thing to me. But (laughs) I, when I go to McDonald's to pick something up, get an extra set of fries to go with it to eat in the car on the way home. And you were were worried about your left ventricle from Taco Bell. (laughs) But if I'm going to get like a a burger on the way to a golf course, I'm not getting a Big Mac or a quarter pounder. I'm going to get a double cheeseburger or uh you know don't get a mcdouble People okay get but you McDouble can get I, like I you don't have to them. get the whopper you can get burger king's version of these things everything else burger king makes is garbage though. everything burger king makes is probably no the whopper garbage. is actually quite good though i'll give them that the whopper is actually quite excellent but that's mm. it I, uh anyway sorry I actually, I, I, I actually had burger king last night and What'd I had have? like the steakhouse, like the, the new like steakhouse one. It's got like onion. That looks crisp. good. It that, was it was actually very delicious for a burger. It King looks burger. good on TV. I have to say, it looks like a Whopper with steak sauce, which is mm-hmm. excellent. It was really and good. French fried onions, which are excellent, and like a spicy mayonnaise or a horseradish, which is excellent. So you know what? It probably is good, Paul, because it's like Whopper that's been gussied up. I'll say this. I actually believe I'm crazy enough to believe. I don't want to say it. Say it. You can't bring it up and not say it. I have to say say it. it. I've said it to my close personal friends. Now just tell it to a hundred thousand. We'll keep it amongst us. We'll keep it amongst us. (laughs) I believe if you've like taken in those Burger King nuggets, you might have the antibodies for COVID. Oh. Like, I've done some pretty, you know, we've all done certain experimenting and, and whatever that I believe might lead me to have some antibodies. But I'll go out on the limb to say, if you've eaten those, like, 99 cent for, like, 10 nuggets or here in Canada, I think they'll charge us an extra buck. It's, like, literally $2 for 10 nuggets. How can they be that cheap? If, you, if you've taken those in, like, a handful of times, you might have the antibodies for COVID. Like, you might be protected. They are the I low of the they're low. made. I suspect they're made of the same chicken that Cam's chicken balls were made of, which were just the balls of chicken that he bought at uh, the, the discount grocery store with bread, like like crumbles on them, not actual like Chinese chicken balls that you get at Manchu Walk. Those are also probably not chicken, by the way. Uh, Today's uh, opening has been sponsored by Burger King. If you would like integrated content and marketing <laughs> into the Pat Mayo Experience, please email the Pat Mayo Experience at gmail.com. Wasn't that you got a six minute ad? The Sneak King would be a great guest on the show. 
right? Uh, I'm getting I'm getting texts currently from uh, an Amazon delivery person. Oi. Just leave it. In When's the, the last time you had fries, Supreme Tim? Just leave it in the. I I you know what, Paul? It has to have been ten years because oh I don't God. like them. I don't like. How do you them. not like them? It seems like something would be right up your alley. It's got the well, cheese first sauce, in tomatoes. And beef. First, they're covered in tomatoes, and tomatoes. Well, you probably ask for no, no tomatoes. You like, you like cheese sauce, like you're. <sighs> you know, yes, I do like cheese sauce, not as much as some people that you guys know, but I do like it. <laughs> I like it too. I think it's the most underrated condiment going. To read, that's a take. To recap, it's time time to shut the fuck up. (laughs) I just I I just don't want to have to deal with it. You got to even talk about the football. I hate this show so much. I can't stop watching. (laughs) You know the people, the worst, the worst, the worst people on the planet. If you're one of those people who thinks that right now, I can't say what I want to say because I don't want to get canceled. But just remember to go fuck yourself and never tune in again. All right, recapping. (laughs) Week five of the NFL. Our picks. <laughs> Jeff won the week. And there's still a game on the board. Ten and four. Up to five hundred for the year. Eight and six for me. Seven and seven for Cus the coin. Way behind. Four and ten. Um, you're now two games, but you look confused by something. If you want the records to reflect what you think they are, bring them fucking <laughs> no, in every time. I am right. It's right. It's right. I just I don't know why I thought there were less games last week. That record seems right. right. Yeah. So it's right or is it wrong? It's right. I'm, I'm, it's as right. soon as I say it, you right. lean, you lean over the table and do that. I'm trying to see if I finally got over 500 or back to 500 because I had a horrible start. You're back to 500. Good. 38 and 38. But he's going to be off because he took Buffalo Tuesday night. So he'll be one game under with people. Okay, wait, I told you before the fucking <laughs> show not to mention the fucking game. I like. I'm a dumb, I like. I'm I like. A I like the sounds of that though. Thanks, Tim. Do you have like a brain injury? Is that what's wrong with you? Like, should I be like nicer to you because like you're, you know? <laughs> what fuck's this wrong? This is off with the you? rails, and it's mostly my fault. It is your fault. Super locks. Tim lost again. He's one and four. Jeff was right again. He's four and one. I had one that was off the slate from two weeks ago, but I got back on track. I'm three and one for the year in super locks. Cuss free money lost because the Chiefs lost. One and four for the year, seven and 72 overall. However, Tim, congratulations. You won Survivor because I had Kansas City. Yeah, I felt terrible for you. Uh, that's just one of those landmines that part of getting a good season in Survivor is just not stepping on one, and you did, and that sucks. And you couldn't help it. Uh, thank you for the credit. I still got picks to make. We're going to see how far I can get with this, but, uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the credit. All right. Maybe before we jump into the games, Jeff, Monday night, I have three comments for you. Well, yeah. four comments. The 16 to one is looking good right now with Herbert as the favorite. Although I don't think Joe Burrow has to play Baltimore every week. And I don't know if Herbert's going to throw for four touchdowns on Monday night football every week. I'm not sure how the schedule works. Maybe that is possible. Um, but he is now the favorite. So good call for you. Are you going to hedge out of that yet? I looked at it. I don't know. The receipt. There's a couple of receivers that are starting to scare me a bit, even though I think it's impossible for them to pull it off. But there's some Burrow numbers out there that I feel like I could. The, the Burrow with. numbers are starting to get kind of nice. Yeah. So maybe if I do have one fact about the rookie of the year award, it's never been won by any player who's never won a game. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I am. They do play the Jets soon, though. Play so the fine. Jets, the Jags, the Dolphins, the Broncos twice. The wins are going to come. Oh, I don't know about that because I think Anthony Lynn is either going to be fired at the end of the year or he's in on the tank. One of the two. 
Okay, so that's a lot of just my notes here. Um, again, a lot of people's issues with Lynn are like the fourth quarter shit. And what? I said last, I saw the fourth quarter things and fourth down things. For me, I see his fingerprints so many times. I literally mentioned last week, um, you know, people saw last night, but last week, the Tampa game, his fingerprints all over it. Not willing to just sort of realize the game you're in. Like, you're not playing a bad team that can't move the ball. You're playing the Saints and Drew Brees. So you've just got to keep going. you got to keep going. Even when the game gets tighter, your only chance is to keep going. The, these first and second down runs, then asking the quarterback to convert third and longs, and sometimes he did it, but it's just ridiculous. Uh, clearly, Anthony Lynn doesn't have any Justin Herbert rookie cards because <laughs> we're not, he's not trying to get us wins. Um, and there's a philosophical problem that I see with Anthony Lynn I'm scared we could be in the at the very beginning or on the precipice precipice of our own Jason Garrett type relationship. No, no. I believe two guys like that are from the Parcells tree. I might throw stones on this tree. I don't think this tree is ready for 2020 football. Um, granted, Bilicek's a genius, and Sean Payton, who didn't play football, which is probably an advantage. Um, Do you think that is an advantage or not an advantage? I'll, all I know is my head coach was a running back, and I don't want a running back who's a head coach. Except the enemy appears like he was a running back, and he's the star. But he got tutelage under Andy Reid and working with a super elite quarterback that, like, he might have had enough seasoning to get where we're going. Lynn is just from this fucking time that just he doesn't see the game like it needs to be said. He doesn't ride the horse that he has, and it's incredibly frustrating. And the end of the game, when he was questioned on like the extremely conservative play calling, he's like, "Did you see Justin running for his life?" Yeah, everybody saw him making plays. And maybe you make play calls that you move the pocket sideways, you do a little like spread them and a little hook and. And I get Keenan left the game, and you said it. Like, not having Eckler really can hurt us when it's, like, time because we can really spread situations like that. The only thing I can defend Anthony Lynn on is I. you look at who's not playing and you look at how close we are to winning a lot of these games. And then, like, even last night you had a missed extra point and a missed field goal. Money badger. Bad trademark. Yeah. They didn't chase that miss extra point when they definitely should have. He and he, he Andrew Kirsten, he Andrew Kirsten himself. Um, my point being is like, but then there's games. It's like, oh my god! Like, look at all these injuries, and it it is crazy. I think we've got four like on paper before week one ideal roster starters um, on both sides of the ball right now, as in guys that are healthy and actually playing the position they're supposed to play. He, so I don't know, but 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 it's a weird feeling four and one because it's like the sunshines and rainbows what, one kind and of four. What, well, uh, <laughs> imagine if I was four and one. It's a sunshine and rainbows kind of one and four because as anyone who likes the league knows, you feel like you win half the battle when you just see you got the quarterback. And I can't wait to watch them play again. I'm excited to watch games when they tied the game late New Orleans. I'm like, I, don't know, I hope I get to see Herbert just again with the ball. More plays. A uh, few things. One, Anthony Lynn has not met a second and ten. He doesn't like to run up the gut for one yard. Big fan of that. He doesn't call plays. He doesn't call plays. No, he is the coach no. in charge of no, no, the team. No. If you see that this is constantly going on, you step in and say, fuck off with this nonsense. Stop this. That is, It doesn't matter who's calling the plays and who's not. When you're the head coach, you're the CEO. Yeah. It's all on you. 
I, no, that's I, how it works. I get he's not the play caller, but I'm firmly believer he is has his hands all over it. And anything that has to do with running the football, he is he thinks he's like some Cesar in this like in running Cesar. the football. Does he have a scar? He's a Cesarian. In a perfect world, can I tell you? I actually would want the organization. <laughs> now bear with me. Listen to this and let oh, me no. finish. I oh, want no. the organization to promote Anthony Lynn. To executive to get him off the field? Because exactly. he seems to be a good motivator. He's a this leader. This is like when Elaine this had that a, crazy writer a, in the catalog and just kept promoting him to get rid of him. <laughs> no, this is a man. This is a man who has one off week a year and he goes to Africa to build schools. Like, this is a leader. This is a man. But this is a guy that for three hours a week needs to be away from the football team. Other than that, he can be the facilitator, the grand poobah of of just charger life. I don't know if there's a president's thing or something like a Herm Edwards without code. Herm Edwards needs to call him because Herm like plays to win the game. Anthony Lynn is like hoping that Brady and Breeze fuck up. Yeah, it's it's really strange. And, and Mahomes. Well, well, and here's here are the two other things. One was at one point of the game, I know that Breeze ended up completing the pass to Jared Cook that was a bit deep, but he was like trying to throw the ball three yards at a time. Uh, then so the defense on the field towards the end of the half, two deep safeties. Like they're gonna pick that apart. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not gonna be within thirty yards of the ball. So yeah. that was kind of stupid. The the most critical thing though was when the Saints were coming down at the end of the game and to drive and they ended up tying it with a field goal like they could have scored a touchdown there which mean you would then need a touchdown to come down the field to win the game not calling timeouts you let like a minute run off the clock like i get you want to keep your timeouts but i think i would rather have two timeouts or one timeout with a minute 30 left on the clock than three with 30 seconds left especially if they had scored like, they could barely get into field goal. Or it took chucking it up into triple coverage and Mike Williams making an amazing catch in order to get into field goal range anyway. Like, it just seemed really bizarre in terms of, like, clock management. Hire some, like, ma- hire some sort of Madden kid. They'll know the clock stuff. <coughs> anyway. If you Tim like that actually, dilation, you'll like the Jeff Feinberg show. Yeah. <laughs> Tim told me early in the week he hoped the game would go to overtime because that would set up well for the Jets Chargers this week. Which is off the board. Which is now non-existent. And I guess Tim can now say that's Madison Avenue screwing the Jets. They have done a fine enough job on their own to be terrible. Uh, I am annoyed that we don't get our back-to-back against the Dolphins because I felt like that was our best chance to get a win. And now I'm staring down the barrel of 0-16. And uh, all right. I don't want to be too lugubrious about things, but I'm, I'm not happy. No Thursday, Sunday games. Baltimore at Philadelphia. Philadelphia, a 7.5-point underdog at home. 46.5 is the over-under in this game. And as we kind of say every single week, I was wrong last week about the Cincinnati not being terrible. Apparently, they're terrible. And Baltimore blows them out because they blow up good, bad teams. Is Philly a bad team? That's what this comes no. down to. I mean, they're not bad. They hung with Pittsburgh all the way. And they beat San Francisco. I mean, maybe we think have different thoughts about San Francisco, but like they're not a bad team. Now they're not a good team either, but that doesn't make them bad. They're like a middle of the road team. That being said, they're bad. I okay. think that Baltimore is the play. But the safer way to do this, and the way I'm going to play this, oh, is that they're going to be the first end of a five team six point tease. So you're going to tease them down to one and a half? Indeed, I am. So and Baltimore I'll lay my cards one. on the table. 
we're taking them in uh, Survivor this week. All right. So Ravens, you're the only one who gets to make picks, and that's from now on. So the Ravens and Survivor. I'm kind of torn on it because, like, especially watching a lot of that Philly and Steelers game, like, it feels like the Steelers beat them down the entire game. And just for whatever reason, every time they'd pull away, be like, this amazing defense that Pittsburgh has would just give up a giant play out of nowhere. Like, what the hell? Because Fulgram is amazing. (laughs) Fulgram State Prison? (laughs) Can I? I don't want to get in trouble. But I believe your math is wrong on every game from last week. Everyone's thing. I don't think there were 14 games last week. There's 15 games last week. There, there, were, four, there were 14 games last week. One has not been played yet. Yeah, we're running into that issue again there, Jeff. I believe there were only 13 games last week. Because no, one didn't happen. No, there was 30 teams in play last week. Just one hasn't kicked off and two others were on. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. New England, Denver, Green Bay, and Detroit were on by. So 28 teams were in play. So, That's four, so yeah, I'm off, I'm off by one. I oh. thought I was 10 and three. All right, you would be 10 and three because I just added up the wins and then counted yeah, yeah, with the yeah. losses. Oh, so I'm doing even better than I thought. Sorry, that was one of the things no, I that, was that like is peeking cor- at quickly. That is correct. Because I, when you win 10 games, you're like, Adding your record. So I, I added my record a few times and thought I was 10 and 3. All right. So you're one game above 500. Yeah. Oh, I'm 40 and 35. Perfect. Well, let's go, Bills. Sorry. Okay. Do you have anything to say about the game that we're talking about? Yeah. Absolutely. Do you even remember the game that we're talking yeah, about? Yeah. It's Baltimore, Philly. I like uh, Baltimore here. I like Baltimore here. I said I was going to regret taking the Bengals last week because Baltimore just beats bad teams. The Bengals, they're a bad team the eagles the eagles have fought valiantly they got that win in, at the niners and they battled their ass off versus the steelers but um baltimore is gonna come get them gonna come get them here i'm really torn on this because i can't figure out if philly's actually really bad or they're potentially really good for all the injuries that they have but are they getting healthier Getting healthier. Alshon and Deshaun could be back this week. That helps out the offense, despite the fact that they might be a bit washed, just to have extra bodies out there versus receivers who aren't good. Uh, you have Fulham, you have Ward, and then a bunch of jabronis. And teams, Ertz. I mean, all, all Pittsburgh did was just like double team Ertz and bracket coverage Ertz. So we couldn't do anything. Uh, just take away that, and you don't give up the 80 yard run to Miles Sanders, and all of a sudden he has like six yards rushing for the game. <sighs> I'm going to take Philly at home, five and a half. I don't think that they win, but I think they can just somehow cover this game. You gave me a weird look. What is it? You said five and a half. I say I meant seven and a half. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, Carolina. This one is on the short list for super locks for me, shockingly enough. Really? Carolina minus two and a half at home. 44 is the over under. Chicago cannot continue to scrape by with these sorts of wins every single week. And they play close games anyway. I just think Carolina's good. They're well coached. Imagine having Matt Rule as your coach. Wouldn't that be amazing, Tim? <laughs> Not even going to dignify that with an answer. Um, it's a pretty basic offense. Like they have two receivers, they get them the ball. They have Mike Davis, they throw him the ball, they let him run. And Teddy Bridgewater doesn't generate a bunch of turnovers. He's very safe with the ball. He's on pace for like 4,700 yards. Uh, maybe it's just wishful thinking that they're good. They're probably like a 7-9 and nine team, a 6-10 and 10 team, but they're currently 3-2, and two, so maybe they're overachieving a little bit. And just I don't trust Chicago at all. 
And like, if it comes down to them, like having to make a field goal to win this game, I think that they're going to miss. So Carolina minus two and a half. I, I like it a lot. I'm disappointed to hear this is like a super lock enjoyment here. I am going to say that that horseshoe will remain of Chicago's ass. They will, they will end this game as maybe what the worst four and one, five and one team ever. I don't know about that. There have been some Bills like Trent Edwards teams. They were 4-0. Um, yeah, I see the extra time uh, working well here for Chicago, who won a real ugly fist fight on Thursday at home. And Yeah, Chicago, horseshoe continues. Give me the Bears. I have a feeling more people will be on the Bears than on Carolina. It's one of the reasons that I actually like the two and a half. Feels like Carolina being mildly disrespected at home for being a three and two team. And I mean, they could have beat the Raiders week one. They were one inch away from converting that fourth down. And then, you know, it was there for them to go win that game. And Chicago has been kind of the opposite where they've had these games they should have lost, but they've ended up winning that. I think the people just look at the record. They think about what these teams were in the preseason. They're like, oh, Carolina's not very good. Chicago should be pretty good. They have a really good defense, which is true. Um, but I, I, I don't see a lot of people betting Carolina this week, but I, I do like them. Tim, where are you at? I like uh, the Panthers. I, as much as I was annoyed by Chicago pulling out that game on Thursday and they have a little more rest coming into this game, I'm inclined to think that, yeah, Carolina's a more capable team. I think they are a slightly better team. And then the numbers, you know, we're, you know, Vegas is telling us they believe these two teams are even, and I, I don't think so. I think there's a little value on Carolina, so I'm going to take them. What do we think that the home field advantage number is this year? Because it doesn't even, it feels like there is no home field advantage. The advantage just favors the better quarterback. Depends on the stadium. If, if you know, I don't want to dodge your question, but, but you a place like Kansas City or soon Miami or something where there's going to be a lot of fans, I think there's more of an advantage than New Orleans, who apparently is going to go play in Baton Rouge for their next several games. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to that. Is Kansas City going to have the capability of having a full stadium? Or is it just they have I don't fans think they have, have a the full game? stadium, but at the moment they've got like a quarter full. And like, I mean, I guess it'll be yeah, a but, wait but, and but see. What's a, but what's a quarter full? Like the whole reason to have the home field advantage is like to drown out the opposition. I don't think a quarter, as someone who's been to a few Blue Jays games, which has a tenth full, you can just basically hear everyone talk. Yeah, but if you are used to playing against nobody and then you are playing against somebody, that, that can jar you, I think. That's my supposition. I mean, I don't I don't know is the is the long and the short of it. I mean, I think home field matters for long trips. If you are going from the west to the east or east to the west on a long haul or back to back or something, then it could be to your detriment. But yeah, it's not as much as it used to be. But I, I think two two and a half or three, I mean, that seems where the books are going. So they know best. I'd say it's worth a point, maybe, if that and someone like Aaron Rodgers, if there's no like, I know this point has been brought up by a bunch of people, but if you have a quarterback who is excellent at hard counting and you have a very gelling offense that's very much on the same page, whether it's calling audibles or changing the snap count in real time, like, that's a huge advantage for any quarterback in any offense where there is no fans. From what I gather, the fans are so marginal. They have no ability. There's so few fans in the buildings that there's no ability to make an impact on the game. And just having fans motivates everybody. Like even the road team is is excited to see players. Uh, sorry, people in the stands. Uh, you know, just to have a reaction. But there's nothing the fans can do that can impact the game. 
on the field with 5, 10, 13,000 people in these stadiums. Or 65,000 in Miami. Yeah, they don't even get 65,000 people to the game, do they? No, I <laughs> I can't imagine that they would, unless they're playing again a good team, and then people will show up. Like You went to, what, Dolphins-Patriots? No, Dolphins-Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos are a team that do travel, but, sure, but how many, how many, they were both how, bad. How many people were at that game? Oh, I'm, I, I'm terrible at guessing crowd size, but I want to say 30,000. I mean, put it this way. We got front row tickets for 40 bucks. So <laughs> perfect. Uh, so Carolina for Tim and I, Quinn and Jeff, both on Chicago. First game that is off the board is Houston and Tennessee as we record this. So much like lastly, last week, we will create a line in order to bet. Uh, and once we all agree, that is the side that we will take. Last week, only two of the games ended up happening, but we were right on what both the spreads ended up being. Uh, we had the the Niners and Dolphins game correct, and we had the Bills and Tennessee game correct. So Houston at Tennessee. The problem with this one is that it will be impacted on what happens in that Bills and Titans game, I would think. But unless the Bills win like 88 nothing or the Titans win 88 nothing, it's probably not going to be kind of crazy. So I'm going to say Titans by three. Is that a fair line? I think gone a higher four, four and a half. Tim, what do you think? Is he talking or? I don't hear him. I don't hear him either. I'm on mute. I, I'm oh. on mute. I'm a dumb dumb. I, uh, I would say, I, I would, I would have had Tennessee by two and a half. Oh, is he? Is he still there? What did he say? Oh, he said Tennessee by two and a half. Tennessee he, by two and a half. So it he, seems like three is the middle. Sure. Because if Tennessee wins against Buffalo, it'll probably be like four, four and a half. If Tennessee loses, it's probably two and a half or three, right? Yes. And Houston's coming off the win anyway. So, uh, okay, we'll call it minus three Tennessee. You believe in the Houston comeback. You locked them in last week. They won Jeff. They covered against Jacksonville. This is a bit of a different story, though. I would imagine that Tennessee has most of its guys back by next week, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm going to take Tennessee um, for the purposes of our show. Tim? Texans. I think they played, they showed some fire last week. They still are a talented football team. They have four losses, but many of them are against really good teams. So I don't hold too much of that against them. And the Titans have been living uh, very, very uh, richly in games that they probably don't deserve. I, I do think that they should more or less, after having throttled, I think they'll, they will not be, Anyway, I, I, I'm not saying this correctly. I don't think that this is a team that is going to go 5-0 and uh, or 6-0. and So, no, I don't think they win. I, I like Tennessee in this game, uh, especially if they lose to the Bills. I think it's a nice rebound spot. Like, they're 0-3 against the spread going into that Tuesday night game. They have a point differential of, like, plus 6 for the season in three wins. But this is a classic Tennessee at home. Let's give the ball to Derrick Henry 35 times and just jam it down your throats, Tennessee, or Texas. Houston because you can't stop it so I like Tennessee in this game plus the Tennessee still generates depending on the personnel that they have obviously they still generate a ton of pressure on the quarterback they're top 10 in the league in pressure rate right now and that's been the biggest downfall for Houston is they just can't block for Deshaun Watson then you can rely on Deshaun to do so much by himself but you can't rely on him to do everything by himself so that becomes a real problem against a team like Tennessee who will just grind you down and limit the opportunities that you have. So I would like Tennessee there. Next game, Denver at New England, also currently off the board. What did we decide on this last week? Eight I mean, I, I don't remember. If Cam plays, it's 10. If not, it's probably like 
six. But Locke might be back this week, too. That's why this game is still off the board. We don't know about Cam. We don't know about Locke. I think Cam plays. Yes, so do I. I think it's 10. 10? What do you think, Jeff? Yeah. Minus at least nine or ten for sure. It seems like you really want to take one side of this game. You're trying to lower, no, I don't lower the number, are you? I think Cam plays. If I was trying to cheat, I'd say I don't think Cam plays. So minus ten? I'm good with minus ten. But I would lay... Uh, yeah, and I'm going to take the Patriots. Against Denver? I am, too. I am, too. Yeah, there was a number in my head, like, in looking at games earlier, knowing we wouldn't have a spread. Um, I'd have gone a couple more points and still have taken the Patriots here. Coin likes Denver. I'm with you on the Patriots. I, I feel like any time that you see them in a – you can kind – they will be able to dictate – their pace and how they want to play. We saw it against the Raiders that anytime that they're a big favorite in one of these games, you're just going to see them run the ball down people's throats. They'll use all three running backs. They'll use cam. Uh, and it'll be a very like slow pace game, limit the amount of possessions. And even if drew lock plays, I mean, it's a step up from Cal Ripken jr. The fuck that guy is. <laughs> well, he's good enough to beat the jets. Denver, but- Denver in all of this oh, got probably the worst draw in the season in the sense that they had a bye week, but they spent like up until Friday preparing to play a game. But they came off the mini bye to play, to not play. So like they haven't played since October one. I mean, it's one thing to have your bye week moved. It's one thing to literally prepare yeah. all week to play and then be told at the end of that week, that was your bye week. What if it's not cam and it's not lock it's Stidham versus Rippin. What's the spread or yeah. what? Yeah, do what's it, what do you think the spread is? Five, five and a half? Six. Yeah. I, yeah, five, I, think, six. I think I would like New England even more. I, okay, I don't mind what you're, where you're going with this either. Like, if you have Rippon versus Belichick's defense, like, that's not going to turn out well for him. No, yeah. I don't care if Stidham's good or bad. Like, they can just run the ball the entire game, and that guy will throw you 14 points. But I trust Stidham to, to, to cover yeah. me that number. Yeah, just because the way Bill talked him up. I, I trust the defense and running backs to cover that number. No, I understand that, but... I'd rather Stidham than Rippin and, and everything that Stidham gets to work with in preparing for the game. What if it's Stidham versus Locke? I feel like that's a bit of a different story. Probably. Same. The three of us are going to England. The coin is going with Denver. Did you find it odd that the team that got impacted the most by COVID cancellations was the Chargers because their entire schedule is now rejigged? Okay. I need to find out how to unblock people. That's not very hard to do. Because I took offense to anyone who told me how to feel. But that's what you do to people. Tell them how to feel. No. I'm allowed to be annoyed I lost my master Sunday bye. I'm allowed. Don't tell me to, 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 to lighten up, Francis. Did, was that me? Did you block me? Because I think I tweeted that at you. <laughs> no, I don't. I hope I didn't block you. I mean, listen, Jeff. But I, I blocked. Said, I Masters blocked. will be over. Yeah, it's not gonna. Now. It's not gonna collide. I don't even want to mentally can. think about it. The Dolphins are a big opponent for me personally. Been through this last week. You bleeped it out. <laughs> By the way, there are Dolphins fans who I know who want you to be called to account for what you've been saying about the Dolphins. Oh! That you're Shit. judging a QB. No, who no, has no, no. Let me go. So much has taken the field. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I forgot this in my notes. I'll take slander on, on Herbert from everybody. 
anyone's allowed to slander. Hold on. You, you don't take it well. No. There's only, there are, I've decided there's one group of people who are not allowed to slander because they're lying and they're full of shit. Because uh, it could be Daniel Jones, could be Robert Griffin. Like these things happen. But thank God, like it's not Blaine Gabbert. Like there's another side that you could see quickly. At least we're on the side where like, holy shit, maybe he's really good. Instead of like, oh my God, how bad is he? And you don't realize how many free passes I'd have given. Because just it's in my human nature. And I'd have just, the, the, the small things I would have glad handed. And the free passes I would have given if it wasn't going well. Like Tim does? Potentially. And you do? Potentially. But I don't want to turn this into anything. I'm not reframing the order. I'm not reframing the order. Like a chalk monkey, I wanted the Chargers to get Tua. I'll say that right now. Like most, I watch the internet too. Just like how Tim wanted Josh Rosen. But I'm not, I'm not changing history. I don't be Stop smirch. taking shots at I, me for I no don't, reason. <laughs> I don't be smirch Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a great player. I made a joke about his age. Like people lose their shit. What is he, Chris Winkie? Yeah, it's a joke. Well, he, joke. Is, he is like 26 or something, isn't he? I don't know. Apparently not. Uh, here's the whole thing. Here's the part that I don't understand. He's like, what? I, I think I said this to you. It's like when Tim always brings up, oh, look how young he is. Look how young Darnold is and all that stuff. It doesn't matter if you're young and you're not good. Because the most important time to be good for like a rookie would be right away because they have you under salary and you can build a team around that. It's far yeah, more important like, to be good within the first three years than any other like, time being a quarterback in the NFL because then you can but actually put, be throwing picks against but, Washington State. But he's not, not against the Dolphins. And so now, now he's a project quarterback. Great. Okay. Now and quarterbacks play until they're like thirty-eight now. So if someone's twenty-six, oh, I'm sorry, you only Jeff, got you, you you only got twelve good years out of him, Jeff. No, that was a joke. Joe Burrow's Jeff great. has not arrived at the crescendo. Who <laughs> he will not take heat from? Anyone is allowed to besmirch the excitement, even though I think it's a little unf- like whatever. This is how the league works. Blake Bortles got hype. Like you get hype. You're a young quarterback. You play well. You get hype. Went to Everyone is allowed to throw cold water on this thing. Everyone, but one group. And that's you, South Florida. <laughs> that's it. You're the only ones. Because if you're real, like, I, if you're, I don't even care about you. you um, <laughs> if you're not nervous. Because you don't take it, like, seriously. It's just like a sideshow to you. To Dolphin fans who are reals, <gasps> there's like some deep breathing going on. I hear it all through uh, Forest Hill. It's an area full of the Jews. Your area? I don't live in Forest Hill. <laughs> uh, but I hear it. I heard the heavy breathing. Was that's it. it. Was that's, it COVID related? That's all. That's all. I, I don't get what there'd be to panic about. The reason that the that two is not playing is, well, he's coming off the injury. Maybe he's been cleared from that. Maybe he hasn't been. But Fitzpatrick's playing really good. Yeah, no, no. They have no reason to be panicked. Fitzpatrick's playing. They're doing their thing. But they're like the most aggressive fan base in telling me to settle down. Are you sure that the most aggressive fan base telling like you to settle down because it's about Herbert and whatever? Or is it just because it's you? No. And you're probably, oh my God, Justin Herbert. No, I have to change my no, pants. No, it's because like they're afraid they made a mistake. Oh. They're are, are afraid. You but, but are, if, you, are you projecting? But if I say that Twitter is only talking about the Jets, I get all I get yelled at. No, but no, no. I'm Jeff talking about my interactions. The, oh, oh, no, no, I'm not. Dolphin Nation is against them. I'm not saying. It's just how it is. 
I'm not saying this is like a, a mainstream talking point. I'm not saying the internet, this is the biggest story. I'm saying the, the most aggressive, uh, like people in my, like that want to throw the most cold water all happen to be dolphin fans. And they're the last group I want to take. I want to hear anything from because they should be the group that's nervous. Granted, they got a Lamborghini in the, in the, in the garage and they are probably lucky because their coach might know how to use it. My coach drives his like he's a Civic, and it's bullshit. He, but we'll get there. He, he put a really cool muffler on his Lamborghini. Yeah, one of those that makes a loud noise. It's really annoying. Oh, sorry. This guy that, like, yeah. Lin- <sighs> There's another fan base, though. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, let me hear about it. This is what you'll get when you watch the Jeff Feinberg show every Wednesday and Friday. Uh, on and F- just an, can you let me fucking finish the plug? There's another. Ken, what's base. wrong with you? There's another fan base I want to talk to. Okay. Understand they already beat me because they're in my head. They've won. They got their rings. He oh hides behind God. dad and brother, and everything's fine. And there's a younger one coming that's going to be like a number one pick. What's his name? Uh, Arch. Maybe he'll be a Jet when they're drafting again, when like the next one screws up. <laughs> Gettleman for years Don't said, down this like, road. you just try me. Gettleman for Don't years, down this road. for multiple years, Gettleman, apparently, like people inside the Giants, Gettleman was like Herbert. All Herbert, all Herbert, all Herbert. Past- but he was talking about the restaurant. Maybe he just wanted some French chicken and and some weird Montreal gravy. Maybe. And and, uh, again, this incident where Herbert stays in school, Gettleman decides he can't wait any longer, has to take Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. There's a level of personal here. I don't really cheer against many teams, but I hope that they spend a decade plus, like, unable to figure it out. Just what I hope. That's all. That's because your second you like favorite. this, and if you like prism, uh, you know, uh, frame by frame breakout breakouts of uh, you know prism unboxings. This is what the Jeff Feinberg show will be all no, about. I'm not unboxing any cards, uh, but those cards are going for a lot of money today. <laughs> Why don't you sell them? <laughs> you have sh- a chance to cash it all out <laughs> yeah. right now. Well, this is another problem. <laughs> As Paul noted, when someone was like sending some links. Paul, like, just opened one up and realized the exorbitant prices to ship, like, the purchases to Canada because they treat us like we're Siberia. So I've sent all everything I've pretty much purchased has gone to Florida, and I don't even have it in my possession to list it to sell. You're charging, like, 70 bucks to ship a, f- a fucking card. Yeah, but it's worth, like, 300,000 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, like, are the worth, states, they are worth, they are worth, like, seven, eight hundred 800 bucks. Like, the, people are pricing them at, like, 1200 but... I don't know if they're getting that, but like the, there are bids coming in on these things, and I saw them at like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. No, I'm just saying. Well, we already we already saw that Jeff was some liking of these tweets from other things where he wants to get in on buying other cards no, now. I just like someone's nice card. I like someone's nice card. Tough scene for people. With how many two, dar- two how many Darnolds can I get? So hot. How many Darnolds can I get right now? See, that's the funny thing about the market, because it's all speculative. So there was a time where I guess the Darnolds... Don't say. 
really. Cards are speculative when it comes to their value. Yeah, this is not a Hannes Wagner rookie card. You're right. <laughs> anyway, they ship for the, like the three light of the other like cards. Two... Jeff broke me. They ship the light for of like the other cards broke me. You're like, oh, I don't look at other cards. <laughs> someone found you, no, you like someone on Twitter. I liked a tweet. Someone had like a really nice baseball card. I hit like and it showed up in Pat's feed and I heard about it. <laughs> if you must know. Um, You're like, oh, where can I get these Bo Bichette cards? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't buy any. How many do you have? You can tell us. What are you it's just us talking. How None. many have you bought? How many, how, many bra- how many breaks how many have you bought into in the last week? None. None. The breaks are done. I can't buy. How many you you looked into have it? more than just Justin Herbert cards. Be honest Jeff, with us. I have no, hold on. unopened pogs at home. Would you like to buy into the break for those? <laughs> Maybe you'll get a sweet slammer. I want no. Or if, if Why football would you... pogs, you get yourself a Natron means pog. I have no other Justin Herberts. <laughs> I mean, sorry, no other cards than Justin Herbert. Some of the people I've made purchases off of, like have decided to like send me some other charger cards they have, but I don't know. I don't need anything. I don't have a desire to purchase another card. I told you if I get another card that isn't a Justin Herbert, then we're like hitting a new level right now. It's just Justin Herbert rookies. And I invested before like a big boom. Did you, <laughs> although you haven't been investing in the breaks for the cards, have you still been watching no unbox cards nope. on nope. the internet? Nope. Nope. On Twitch, where you like leave donations for people because you enjoy it so Man, much. Look what I could have won. <laughs> There's one prism that he doesn't have, and uh, longtime fan of the show Spenny Mac does have, and <laughs> Jeff was super jealous. I saw that exchange. <laughs> He's like, "Sweet pull, bro." <laughs> <laughs> True story. It happened. <laughs> this show's went off the rails, by the way. This show went off the rails as soon as it began. One minute in mentions Fry Supreme, like unsolicited. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't buy any other cards. I actually haven't really looked in the last week because I sort of, like I max bet the rookie of the year. I like max. I maxed out. Like I've done my buying. And now the prices, I'm not buying at these prices. This is like when that golfer's like, that was 50 to one is now 20. And you're like, no, maybe we'll see again. We actually have a spread for this next game. Oh. I don't know what just happened. It's Atlanta and Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by three and a half at home. 50 and a half, or 54 and a half, sorry, is the over. There's a bunch of 54 and a half over-unders this week for games that actually have points on the board. Tim, did you see my Seattle bet? Wasn't that great? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you for cursing the poor Vikings. It works out. I I remain one of these people who, while I trust the numbers, I don't believe the numbers were 97%. Oh. Unless those ni- unless that 97% is, takes into account who the qu- other team's quarterback is. It can't. Maybe it does. It no, but it then doesn't. if it can't, I talk if it doesn't, then the numbers are not as meaningful, right? Is a big If you don't believe that there is a substantive difference between Russell Wilson leading that drive and I don't know, Rippin leading that drive, then your numbers aren't meaningful. They don't actually have, they don't cash out in the real world. Tim, so I, this happens to me. I, I got to interrupt you because I say this all the time watching golf. It's a putt and they have this make percentage. 
And oh, I'm that's like, ridiculous. Is that this individual player's make percentage? No. Or this is the entire field from 30 feet? From 30 feet. Dude. It could be a downhill, could be uphill, could be a huge bender. It's just from 30 feet. Jordan Spieth's make percentage shouldn't be the same as Ben Ann's. Correct. Like, that's not the same. Like, we're playing Russell Wilson. Like, the numbers aren't the numbers. Yeah, the numbers are... It's like, the, the, at that point, yeah, the numbers are like the popular vote. They don't mean anything, and they never did. Uh, like, numbers either mean something, like they have concrete, practical applications in the world, or they're just figures being moved around on paper. If you're telling me there's no difference between Russell Wilson starting in that drive or... Like I said, Rippin or anybody Donald. else you want in that drive, then then I don't think your numbers are as significant as you think they are. I mean, we've had multiple games this year where a team has a ninety-nine or more percent chance to win and lost. If it happens that often, there's something wrong with the numbers. Like there's a mistake in the machine somewhere. Rather than just shrugging and saying, Well, it's just crazy, I guess. NFL, who knows? No, go back to the laboratory. Something is wrong. Uh anyway. Felt bad for Minnesota. Minnesota was the right side in the game, and they covered no problem. Minnesota should have won the game. They played better than Seattle. Yet again, Seattle gets outclassed for a good portion of a game, but then Wilson at the last second, like the knight in shining armor, shows up and saves them. So they're to be, he's to be given full, full props for that. Minnesota is deflated and done in a lot of ways. Atlanta's got a breath of new life getting Dan Quinn out of the building. So I love the Falcons here. The Falcons are on the teaser. Falcons are on the very, very short list for uh, Super Oh, Long. boy. This okay. is a perfect – Oh, a dome. boy. What a better spot go. for Atlanta to go on the road than indoors on, a, on, a, on turf. I really, really, really like Atlanta here. The coin also likes Atlanta for what it's worth. I, I will be picking Minnesota. I am tempted to make Minnesota my super lock here. Um, I want to say in many ways I think the Chargers in Minnesota were like so parallel. No, 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 no. The Chargers, based no. on how they bleed games, are Lions West. I no, because the Chargers, the I'll say why not. Unlike the Lions and like the Vikings, there have been like a moniker, what's the moniker, a moniker of, of success. Modicum. Modicum. A monicum of success, like playoff wins, a nice run here, a nice moment. The Lions, like, they literally have nothing. I'm saying, like, we've had, we've fit, like... N- I feel like the Chargers have. More I agree. Lo- I'm not. I, they, the Chargers. I have agree. Lo- we're Lions esque, but I yeah. Feel the Chargers like- have losers stink like the Lions do. The Vikings don't really have losers stink all over them. Although they should because they haven't won a Super Bowl. But they've been like consistently okay for the past twenty five years. I think there's a lot more parallels than you're giving. They got a lot of stink. They got a lot of field goal stink. We got a lot of the same effing stink, at least in my lifetime. And I sympathize with them. I love them. But I don't. I'm not totally disregarding the Lions comp either. Trust me. We're just the Lions with nice weather. I feel like the Vikings are a lot like the Bills. The Bills and Vikings are like together. No, because Where the Vikings um, and Chargers are together is the way they lose in devastating fashion. But and also, like I said, they've had like playoff runs. The Bills and the Lions like really haven't had anything in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years, sure. But I think historically as a franchise, like both have lost four Super Bowls. They're like they're old, old, old franchises that don't actually have the way. Did the Vikings win one in the 70s? No, they lost, right? No, they lost four Super Bowls. Purple people leaders didn't win anything? No. No, Tarkington Tarkington and... They and then we all remember, the yeah, the Atlanta one when we were with the, the Moss, yeah. Rod yeah, Smith, Chris again. Carter. They were so cool. Kind of, yeah. I like Robert Minnesota Smith. in this game, too, for what it's worth. Okay, I like Minnesota. Before Tim said anything, Houston was my super lock last week. And while it didn't have to do with the coach, it played a small fact because the veterans demanded the firing. 
and you better show up. But for me, it was also a pick on Jacksonville, who's lost to the Bengals and they've lost to Miami. Jacksonville's starting to show maybe what they were, and they've got so many injuries. This Atlanta firing, the complete opposite to the Houston firing. This was a, a, a veteran group that fought for this coach, that saved his job for him last year. Who is their coach now? I think they made it the old Bucks coach, Raheem Morris. I could be wrong. Sideshow Raheem is back? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe that was just what people thought it would be. So don't like officially hold me to that. that. You don't uh, need to say you could effort it. You can just effort it, effort it then tell us. You know um, it, right? But my point being is these are two totally different situational firings where this is like now more of a discombobulated Atlanta team because they went to the wall for this guy and they let him down. Well, the Houston firing, I think we all acknowledge, was J.J. Watt and other key guys there said, no, enough's enough. We're done with this. We're done. Raheem Moore. Raheem Moore? Yep. Morris. Yeah, as Jeff said. Raheem Raheem Morris. Morris. So give me the Vikings. I hope that, I don't know, because Cook's obviously not going to play. They have the bye next week. And they have Madison. So it's going to be fine. And you can just run out. They can put out the Boon King, and he can run all over it. Any chances could go to a three? I didn't love this line. I was hoping to catch something better, but probably not. I like Minnesota. It's in contention for my super lock. I really want to see what the status on Julio is, because I really have noticed that if Julio injured or not, when he's not on the field for the Falcons offense, they're really bad. Have you seen this, (laughs) this, this, this stat? I don't no. think it ended last week because Gurley did the scoring. The amount of consecutive drives without a passing touchdown for Matt Ryan. Like, it makes sense. We're to, flirting with 30. As much as I hate, you know, primarily I focus on fantasy stuff. But like when Julio is active and he's just a decoy and he's just fucking standing there. It's mind numbing because you end up playing Julio because he's Julio and then he's just standing there. It used to be like Randy Moss used to do the same thing. But it's actually worth it for them to put Julio onto the field because defenses give him so much credit that it opens everyone else up. Where is Matt Ryan quarterback next year? The Giants? Falcons. No, he, he's still I, – there's too much time left on his contract, isn't there? I guess. Yeah, the, the new guys come in there, they watch him for a year. And you, can't, you can't move on from you Matt you Ryan. Can. He hasn't declined. He hasn't declined. It's funny. We, physically. We've, we yes, talked about this has. like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, week. he hasn't. I think that's silly. He's like, what, 33, 34? No, it's on tape. It's on tape. Well, there is a big factor, too, is that just before the game last week, Tim tweeted out that Matty Ice is a stone-cold lock for a big game this week. True or false? I did. <laughs> I am a sucker for this Falcons team, and I'm back to, back on them. I can't help myself. Yeah, I'm just going Minnesota. They Especially if you have even like a 70% Julio, just Jefferson, Thielen, Madison. I feel like that's good enough. And, the D- and Minnesota is playing better. To be perfectly- <laughs> I don't know why Seattle didn't just do what they did on the last like two drives that they had the entire game against the Vikings. They were just trying to get so cute that entire game when the move was, let's just throw it up to DK Metcalf 30 yards down from the field. Literally no one is going to stop him. <laughs> It's like what Herbert was doing on Monday night. Just be like, oh, yeah, let's just chuck it to Mike Williams. Like, no one's covering him. Let's go. Let's just make that the play. I feel bad that I had this thought after the game, but it's Mike Williams' own fault that I thought this. That he always gets hurt? That he's the only receiver in the league who... He got hurt on that last play, would, by the way. Let me make the point. Who would buckle because he got hurt on that last play, and, and because he buckled, the backside <laughs> hit, the it momentum of it... Didn't push him forward. Nice player. Fancy little, fancy little toy. 90% of his targets require a trainer. 
it's his fault though. Like even in that triple coverage one, well, he goes up. He goes, he goes up, up so high and he doesn't brace himself. He just boom. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. Hits the ground, and that's like, why Whoa. he's got so many like shoulder lower back things. Oh my. He, he is one of the best, like, throw it up and I will go get it receivers. Yeah, and, and that's something I Mike like. Ev- Mike Evans was like that, but he's, it feels like the hamstring, the ankle, like he doesn't get up quite as high as he used to. But Evans used to be like the king of that. He's I just don't know if we'll be going to contract number two with that guy. We got a lot he'll of be quality a good, players. He'll be a good receiver. He, he just needs a Devontae Parker year where he just stay healthy for 16 games. Like, holy shit, look at those stats. I know. He'll fill both sides, the yards and the touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, great player, high draft pick, yeah. Uh, just really good player, good player. Not good Minnesota player. for the two of us, Atlanta for the coin, and Tim Cleveland at Pittsburgh. This one is on the short list for super lock for me too. Uh, Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half at home. Fifty and a half is the over under. I'm digging this Browns team a lot, but yeah, I think Darnold or not Darnold. I think that Baker has the same injury that Darnold has, but Baker's going to try to play through it. Not a good thing to do against this Pittsburgh defense. Give me Pittsburgh. <laughs> And there's injuries on this line, Pat. I, I'm also thinking about this for super lock. I want to, before I talk about how much I think Pittsburgh will actually dominate some key matchups in this game. Browns give, D needs Browns D can come to play here, though, because the Browns D yes. has been really good. I give Baker actually a lot of credit. I'm seeing a leadership growth in him that we I personally worried, oh, what's your problem? That I worried <coughs> might not be there he really struggled in the second half last week let indy stick around in many ways in a game they probably had no business sticking around him they were able to get baker off the field he is playing hurt but i don't know in the demeanor and everything i'm seeing him grow and and it's fair because he's so young first overall pick a lot on him like the spotlight but he's growing into a leader and and I it got to acknowledge it and say good for him. But uh, Pittsburgh please. is a bat. This there's injuries on Cleveland that are just going to exploit this situation. Yeah, this it, Pittsburgh team it, might be the best in the AFC. Oh my god! No, and I hope their ribs aren't. Hope his ribs aren't too sore to be able to do commercials. That that's what I'm really worried about. He's a real leader in front of the camera. Are, are you just so are you just sad because he gets asked to be in commercials? Are you just upset because, like, you're... Well, no, you know why he's upset? Because the AC joint shoulder problem is basically the same one that Darnold has. And the quote after the game from Baker was, my parents didn't raise a wuss, I'm going to play. Unlike yeah, that's Darnold. a good attitude. That, that's, that's a real mature attitude. Uh, I'm really impressed by that sort of false bravado. You know, the kids made his whole career in false bravado. And now we believe I'm not him. a Baker fan, but Darnold has been so pathetic. Like, it's there's no fight. There's no fight anyway, anymore. I'll take the Steelers. I, I think it's asinine to think they're the best team in the AFC. Like Kansas City would be a touchdown favorite against them. Maybe in the but their AFC defense. championship game. I, I don't think right. it, I don't think it's a defense problem for the Chiefs. I think it's just a lack of caring right now problem for the Chiefs. That's they it. know they they're know going they're going more. to the playoffs and they'll just be good in the playoffs. And, and you could argue what happened in that Monday Nighter versus Baltimore was like the worst thing for them. And it's the in worst thing. Show. It's, it's the worst thing for them in terms of us trying to bet on them. But at the same time, they're like, "This is probably the second best team." We just wiped the fucking yeah, floor. That, that's sort of what I mean. It's like, okay, we just won the Super Bowl, and that was like the big test. Like. We're we're fine. We're fine. And, you know, now I guess you could argue there could be pressure on the division. I will now say the one buy that football is instituted now this year, you might not want to. If there's also a week 18 and it, you're like not playing and you have a buy. That was on the table today. I saw I saw Schefter tweet it out. I didn't see anything more on it. I do think that we'll get a week 18 buy or a week 18 catch up. So there'll be a week 18 catch up and you're going to have a first round playoff buy potentially if you don't need to be part of the week 18 yeah. catch up. 
I'm just saying it's my head is going there. If I was a fan of a team that was worthy of being in the hunt for that thing, it's something I'd be thinking about. Just like if I was a fan of a good team, I'd be thinking about how I'd get to Tampa for a Super Bowl in this crazy world anyway. But these are things I don't have to think about. Well, the big, I do anyway. the big thing is the reason why I think that week 18 ends up happening. It's just more money for the league adding an extra week. This is all they ever wanted anyway, yeah, wasn't right, it? Right, yeah, but yeah. it's not more money because it's really, it's not more games. It's make good. It's, yeah, but, it's yeah, just make good. No, 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 no. But, it, but it, it's it's not more games. But on the next deal, you mean? No, no, no. Because it's actually more TV. It's an extra week of football that you yes. get. It, it's, it's not like CBS. CBS now gets to sell an extra week of ads on everything. So does everyone else. The, the Fox and CBS really end up being the big winners in all of this because they get an extra week of football. Everybody. Yeah, every- I agree, but it... it, it vitiates the the playoffs and puts an unfair advantage who cares people the, just want no one gives a well, shit actually, about that's this. the thing no, that matters most no it doesn't that's people just want to see football most. people don't want to see football canceled no no one cares about the integrity of the season they want to watch football that's what they I want to say that As no one cares about the integrity GM, of the season is the craziest thing anyone said on this podcast oh please they care about I the do. integrity that's they hold on that's why they do things like if that team can't get in the building because covid you guys can only do zoom meetings too but there is no fair and balance as it comes to the schedule. Yeah, so, and even so if that's Chargers, okay, should we cancel the season? No, that's no. my point. Even the Chargers GM, I get, I get it. The Chargers aren't like a team in any races. They acknowledge like if you can't be adaptable this year, then fuck like, you. Like yeah, fuck you. Like we're just playing our role as a member club, and yeah, you have to accept things won't be fair. You just have to accept it. And if you're good, it being fair shouldn't make a difference. You would think so. If this game later in the year, I like Cle- I like, think I like Cleveland when they play this game at home, but not here. Sure. The, the biggest problem for Pittsburgh's defense, they keep giving up big fucking plays. And that's bad with like Landry and Odell on the field. Because they don't need to be hit 50 yards in stride down the field for big plays. They can turn a slant into a big fucking play. I re- I, yeah. And I really like Cleveland, and I like where their season's going to go, but I don't think they're going to get this game. And speaking of the network's, um, like even the network's got to play their role. Fox loses a Bills Chiefs Thursday night game. That is a nice spot. It gets moved to an inferior spot on on Monday night. And from what I've been told, is Fox will just have like top priority on like make goods. Yeah, like they'll just and, do and, their, and they're fine with that because run. you know why yeah. having football on Monday night yeah. instead of Thursday night is better than not having football. Or like Fox will get first overall pick wild card weekend. Like what game they want. Like think they will try their best to make everyone feel fair and balanced some way in the end, but everyone has to be adaptable to what is going to happen. Yeah, this Pittsburgh play for me is a play against Baker's shoulder, to be perfectly honest with you. I think uh, Cleveland are paper tigers. I think Pittsburgh should cover this comfortably. Pittsburgh's not covering. They keep covering games, but they do not cover them comfortably. I wonder when Darnold's a journeyman backup on like his fourth team, and Baker's still starting in Cleveland. Like in in eight years, how these conversations We're talking set. about? Like, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer <laughs> or not? <laughs> Cincinnati at Indianapolis, the Colts. It's funny how much a, a shift in perception on a team can happen in one week. The Colts are favored by eight points in this game. 47 is the over-under. The Colts went from being like this lockdown defense. They're one of the three best teams in the AFC to should they still play Rivers? That's now the conversation. Against Cincinnati, it probably shouldn't make a difference, but I will caution that 
since I mean, is, is Leonard going to be back for this game? Because that was a big miss on that Colts defense last week, losing your best defensive player. That's usually pretty tough. But at the same time, I think that the Bengals will be able to put up points against the Colts. And if the Colts continue the strategy of, we're good kicking field goals every drive, that's not going to do it. They're not going to cover the eight. They're exclusively kicking field goals. It's just not going to happen. So I like Cincinnati to cover the eight. (sighs) Indy's got such a great defense. It's hard for me to see Cincinnati scoring a lot of points on them. Uh, I guess I have to take the Colts only because I, I don't think the Bengals can score enough against one of the top two or three defenses in football. So, are, are we sure this is actually one of the top two or three defenses in football? I think they are. I think this is a talented, a very talented team. Rivers better play well because he won't play again if they don't win this game. He will ride the pine. There's no debate about that. I don't. I, I see. I don't believe that for a second. They lose this game. You have got to go to the bullpen. You, you've got to. Frank Wright knows that things could slip away. If you don't go to the bullpen, if he's costing you with this defense and some of the toys they have, if he's a detriment, sorry, you gotta, this is Kurt Warner being benched for Eli Manning, right? That, that's sort of sometimes what you got to do He's even the, the, the old veteran acquisition you made sometimes has to hit the bench. For, yeah, but th- for the that, young guy. Th- I, I don't like that comparison because the move was we're benching Kurt Warner to play Eli Manning, who we just took first over. We just traded for and traded. Well, as okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, one enough. yeah what are they going to do? They're going to be three and three and be like, well, it's Brissett time. Like the, the Colts okay. blew this. They had a chance to sign Cam or Jameis and didn't, and they fucked themselves. I agree. And but I still think as much as, you know, I'll go to the bat for Rivers, it's a lot of the, wow, I've seen that movie before. And, and... Hold on. Uh, I, I, I get caught because I want to use a word that I'll mispronounce. We won't. But but Philip being in Indianapolis and his style doesn't really fit what they do. Like his risk taking is not their game. Ways is not how they want to play with a defense that they hope is good and an offensive line that they hope can control games. Like this. That roster construction doesn't need a gunslinging risk taker at quarterback. Works against every the philosophy. So that's what's confusing for me at the moment. But I think they get well here. The Bengals got, I think, two secondary injuries, a defensive line injury. Offensive line injuries. Uh, real bad injuries in, in Cincinnati. So buckle up. Uh, the Colts, they'll win. They'll cover. This could be a super lock. Definitely be on every teaser I'm making this weekend. I, the one thing I did notice, again, watching that Chargers game, is that they didn't change the offense at all from last year to this year, except Herbert makes the throws. He doesn't throw them 10 yards short. And without Bullock. Although sometimes he does throw them. Yeah. He, 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 Herbert's not afraid to just, like, just chuck the ball up. I kind of like that. It's very like season one Josh allen And I will say Herbert is playing with a, with a Nutlow-Rivers line. No Bulaga, no Turner, no Pouncey. Uh, we got Tevins and Pipkins on the end. It's a, it's just a cluster expletive. Um, as much as you mentioned, I mean, I'll just say this. I'm mad about the Masters thing. The buy is actually perfect for the Chargers right now. <laughs> it actually really is. Washington at the Giants. A lot of early games this week. Two and a half is the line for the Giants. This is down from three and a half. So minus two and a half at home. 43 is the over-under. Kyle Allen appears like he's going to be starting for the footballs. we got some Danny Jones back in our lives. Danny Thumbs loves himself a thumb. Chase Young's back. I like Washington. Yeah. Washington tied the division lead after Arizona beats yep. Dallas. Tease them up. Tease them up. The Giants, if they win, are not winning this by uh by uh, by 10 points or whatever. Like it's just not happening. Give me the skins or the football team, sorry. And I think that the Washington professional football team uh wins the game on the field. 
I agree. Uh, this is a game I will have real money on. Uh, give me Washington. Not only do I think that you can make the case they are just the better team, I think they match up incredibly well. Their stout front seven will just cause uh, problems for what's been um, a lot of inconsistencies on the Giants. Washington. It, it has to do, I mean, Daniel Jones is a better quarterback in this game than Kyle Allen is. But I doubt, well, just the way that Washington is set up, they don't just randomly turn the ball over for no reason, where New York just seems to all of the time. But you can basically pencil in at least one turnover from Daniel Jones, whether he just drops the ball, makes it a horrendous pass. Not to say that Kyle Allen's going to be flawless, but it, with Ron Rivera as your coach, just short passes, high percentage passes, try to run it as much as possible. Like This is actually a game against a stupid team like the Giants where playing like 1995 football can cover you the spread. It feels to me, at least. So I like Washington. Detroit and Jacksonville. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Three and a half. The Jags are underdogs at home. 54 and a half is the over-under. It feels like we should all take the Lions here because we know that the Lions are the better team. But can, do, can we trust the Lions to cover anything? They're one in three against the spread already. Like, they just, no, blow, but they the just Jags, blow it. The Jags are still dining out on their week one victory, I think, to some degree. Uh, I, I don't know why this is only three and a half. I thought it should have been should have been higher. I think the Lions are a good, not a good team. Lions are a fine team. Jacksonville is one of the four or five worst teams. So I'm going to take uh, take Detroit here. I'm taking Detroit as well. Um, sort of like Tim said, they're gonna they're they're living off that win. They're living off uh, some great Menchu backdoor covers. Uh, at least for some teasers that I think I had. <laughs> I was going to say. Confusing uh, throughout the year. But let's not forget, they've lost to Miami now. They've lost to the Bengals. They lost to a winless Houston, who we agree had a bad schedule. That Houston was my super lock last year, so I cert- last week certainly wasn't surprised by that result. Detroit's off a bye, and Jacksonville has all these defensive injuries that sort of came down at game time last week. And I like this game maybe to bet it. I'll certainly bet it if that Jacksonville defensive injury report doesn't work out. Asking Detroit to cover a number is scary, but Jacksonville, I don't know. I like Jacksonville. Their plan is in, in trouble. Game. They should have won last week against Houston. They made so many weird plays, boneheaded mistakes. Yeah. Like, I mean, just missing those two field goals right off the hop. I mean, house money was not house but only money. one of them. Yeah, but that's what count. bad teams do. No, I, I understand. I, listen, Tim, I understand that. They also are trying to convert fourth and one in Texans territory to go up in the game. Decided to run like a, yeah. a wildcat option with James Robinson. Didn't and work. He just Didn't dropped work. the ball. Yeah. And just like, what the fuck is going on here? They just shot them. They, they were in that game the entire way. Minshew was amazing on third down. I watched a lot of that game. They have guys who can play this guy. I like this Colin Johnson guy, man. He's pretty good. The rookie receiver. I just think that they have enough talent. They're constructed a lot like, like, let's not go out and say, like, oh, man, you know what Detroit's going to do? Shut down Jacksonville. It's like Detroit's not shutting down anyone. This is going to turn into a boat race. And I do think that Jacksonville has enough pieces to keep up. Um, And I thought they wildly underachieved last week in a very winnable game for them. So I I like Jacksonville. They're getting three and a half at home. I like that. I don't think they necessarily go out and win the game, but this feels like this really feels like a field goal game. And even if the Lions jump up by 17, they're going to find a way to just let Jacksonville back into the game. Then it'll come down to something stupid at the end from either side. Tim, you want to talk about Jacksonville being a stupid team? Detroit, also a very stupid team. 
oh, one of the stupidest of all time. So I agree with it, Jeff. When Jeff said it's scary to, to ha- have to hang a number with Detroit, yes, indeed it is. But I don't know. I just I trust him enough, I guess. What do I know? Oh, maybe you're right on this one. Me and the coin on Jacksonville, you and Jeff on Detroit. Uh, did I, Jeff, did I tell you the story? For whatever reason, this is the game that we like. We, we switched around the office to watch the games here because we can no longer dine in places. So the restaurant oh, yeah. that we always go to to watch the games can't do that anymore. So we had to turn this studio into nine screens over there. And then for whatever reason, we had the Jacksonville-Houston game. I think we were all heavily invested on DraftKings in it. So we just had that game like turned up. Who is the play-by-play of the color, the color commentator, Tim? Lofton. Lofton. I, I legitimately have not listened to play-by-play or commentary for the early slate of games in probably eight years. This guy is fucking horrendous. Like, he is a complete moron. Uh, everything he says is kind of ridiculous. But he, it was him or the play-by-play guy ended up telling this story about James, James Robinson's moxie. Do you know what uh, Jay Gruden did to James Robinson during uh, their faux training camp, Jeff? What? Jay Gruden would follow James Robinson around the facility and just stare at him. <laughs> Pop out of like from just to test his metal to see if he, you know, he could handle it. Like that sounds like pure fucking insanity. If that's a real scarier story. than that guy who stares at you in Mulholland Drive. No, the guy who uh, was it the checkers, the guy, the guy that lives behind the checkers. Yes. Uh, that guy's fucking freaky, man. That's like the freakiest moment in movie history. It's up there. Oh, stuff. Nightmare. It just, he wanted to test to see if he would get nervous at any time. So Jay Gruden just walking around the facility like a fucking weirdo, staring at people. being like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Anyway, this is the sort of uh, levity that they were going into of why James Robinson's good. That was their real insight to the game. So top-notch stuff here. Tim, we at the midway point. You know what that means? All, I'm all ears. Cust Corner? Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes He should be president of the United States But it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner Cuss Corner <laughs> What do you got for us? So, the other day, I went to the gas station And maybe I'm just not with it as much as other people are Fact. I guess that's something something that occurred to me that I didn't realize before. What is going on with energy drinks? When did these become like all the rage? Now, I understand like growing up, we didn't have any. Then the Red Bull came out. And then years later, there was Monster and there's Raw. And there was like three. But now there's like 500 flavors of every kind and like flavors that make no sense and they're massive and they're really pricey. There were, I noticed, like I looked and counted the shelves. There were more shelves of energy drinks than there were of Coke products at the gas station. And I just was apoplectic. I was like, what is going on? Who is spending $4 on some like chocolate flavored monster rock star, whatever the heck they're called? Like who wants this? Where's where's the marketplace? Are, really, are people really so exhausted? They need this extra energy in a world where coffee exists and is everywhere. What's the buy-in here? Is it for millennials who find coffee too bitter, I guess? Or unless it's boozy, they don't want it. So they'd rather have a Hawaiian punch flavored uh, monster <laughs> drink. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. 
Uh, I've had, of course, like anyone, I've had the odd energy drink here or there. A, I don't find them to be all that efficacious. And second, they're too big for the most part. The only one I really can tolerate is the normal regular Red Bull. And even that I'd have very sparingly. I, I don't get this whole energy drink boom or where the, the marketplace is for it. I mean, there must be one, but man, I don't see it. So three things on this matter. One, unlike you, Tim, a lot of people live their life by one simple motto. Keep calm and get fired up. That's what you can do with energy drinks. Number two, the marketplace for this, I'm guessing, is cocaine is illegal to buy, so you just buy energy drinks instead, and that gets you it's better than your five-hour energy. And number three, the marketplace for this stuff is all the same places that you would think it would be, like extreme sports, MMA, that kind of thing, are like your, yeah, that's where you see most of the advertising, but even a NASCAR is kind of penetrated through. It's just you're not really with it. Well, let me throw it to the Monsters Pat... on Tiger's back. Yeah, well, let's throw it over to the uh, Pat Mayo Experience lead energy drink correspondent, Paul Shaughnessy. He could probably share you some insights on this one. Well, well, first off, Tim, they've been around for like a decade. <laughs> or more. Like, yeah, Red Bull has No, no, like yeah. all of them have. Like Monster, I remember being tree planting like literally 10 years what ago. What was that shitty one we had in the office? I mean, I Zion? science I'm, like that yeah. was it. Yeah, that was like eight oh. years ago. Yeah, no, I, I, don't I even mean, know that, that is. I'm long before that even at like tree planting. That's when you could get like regular monster. That was kind of on the shelves. I they have came out with a lot of new flavors. Just the science has improved. I I drink far too many energy drinks. I mean, just their ability to mix. Now there's all these sugar free options. Like People and like the coffee booze. ones that you're talking about, delicious. The chocolate one, delicious. There's a lot of good energy drinks out there. I'm not shocked that you are not a fan of it. I'm let me put it this Tim's way. Tim's heart not, can't like, take it. I'm not super anti this because on the odd occasion I'll have one. But it's like maybe two to three times a year maximum. When you're drinking when like is it when you're drinking rum and reds? <laughs> no, I'm not someone who drinks rum and reds, which, you know, is illegal for a reason. But uh it's not I don't illegal. know. I just, well, the, at the bar, you cannot purchase. No, but you, you can you purchase them and mix them together. It's not like the well, cops. Well, there's are, a reason for that. Like, it's not like the cops are coming in and putting you in cuffs because you mixed a fucking Red Bull with No, but that should be the sign that this is a really poor choice for you. Anyway, my point is I don't understand the like appetite for a million different flavors of Rockstar or a million different. Fl- and some of them are, the cans are huge. They're like the king cans of, of, of pop. I don't know who, who who's going in for this. I'm sorry. Me. I don't. Yeah, people don't who need it. energy. There's lots of different ways to get energy. That's one of them. Uh, that's that's what people are choosing as the way to get their energy. I don't know. Man, I, for I, like, I, you can make some like baller mixed drinks to get you fired up with like vodka and like all of those flavors. Like, there's just so many options now, Tim. You're you're really missing out. Well, maybe I am. And if I'm not with the times, I suppose they'll pass me by. And that that's how it is. But like, there's like not just a shelf or two, like there's whole coolers dedicated to these darn things. And like, it, it, for example, the gas store that I went to, the DC was tucked away in the back corner. They wasn't given the prime real estate. Like, I'm sorry, that annoyed me. I'm not going to lie that I should have to go into the back corner that I'm looking for. Instead, I you know if I want my mocha flavored whatever or my autumn flavored Red Bull, oh, well, that's front and center. Here you go. But anyway, I don't understand it. I, I think, I don't know. I just don't understand it. And it kind of annoys me. 
Maybe yeah. it's just the extra kick that people need when they're at a gas station. That's, they, that's exactly get a coffee. No, that's get a coffee. Some people don't like coffee, Tim. I mean, and you can't get a coffee at the gas like half of it. Like, yeah, you don't want to buy a coffee. Well, the ones the who are drinking the coffee flavored Red Bulls like <laughs> coffee. Obviously. Yeah, but like the energy well, drinks give you an extra kick. Like if you're driving late at night, like it's it's uh, definitely more caffeinated. There's a lot more caffeine I in would, it. I would actually wager, because they're only going to put out the stuff that sells the most in the most prominent positions. That's why the energy drinks are there. I would wager that energy drinks outsell Coke and Pepsi products at gas stations for that specific reason. That if you want, no one's like popping into a gas station to go pick up a Diet Coke unless you're Tim. Most most true fans of Diet Coke have that shit at home and they bring it with them. Like they buy at the pallets of it. No one's like going buying a 12-pack. For, of an energy drink, they pop in to buy an energy drink and move on their way. Yeah, oh, but and, Tim you, and you never, you never buy them unless they're on you, sale. You buy like yeah. whatever the brand is that is like two for four or two for five, depending on the store that you go to. That's what you get. You never pay like four dollars. And they're per always can. on sale. There's yeah, always one, one of the, the main brands has always got like a three for at five least one or something. Yeah. And it's again, it's not a thing you're going to buy a twelve pack of because people, especially like impulse buying at a gas station. You only really want an energy drink when you have no energy. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, give me an energy drink. It'll perk me right up. But, Tim, you seem like the type of guy that'll, like, your lunch at a gas station is just like a, a missile of Coke and a bag of chips. Tim's also the same person that if a female comes over the I cockpit on a plane, he gets off the plane. He's like, nope, that's not how it was well, in my day. Did you just that's say you buy san- sandwiches not at true. the gas that's station? Just, that's just a gratuitous slander. That's not true. But that's, I'm not going to let you just slip on by. That is this uh, sort of old fogey take that you have. No, no, but yeah, a missile of, co- of Diet Coke or Coke, I guess if I'm feeling like you know, I need the extra sugar or whatever. And uh, I kind of like gas station sandwiches. I know people <laughs> like to rip on them, but you know what? they got to be made that day, and they've actually got to be how do fresh. You know? Yeah, how do you know? Because they go. They're go- if you show up to a gas station at 2 p.m., there are no sandwiches left. They're gone. People have purchased <laughs> I don't know. I've never looked. I've never looked. I can tell like, you. At the, so you have uh, gripes with people buying energy drinks, but you're all in on their sandwiches. <laughs> their sandwiches are can be. Oh, you know, I, I've said this before. I think gas stations have some of the best food in the country. <laughs> Not the best, but some of the best. I, I will stand by that statement. I think it's a fact. You're a fact because you're living your truth. Remember uh, earlier when I asked if you had a brain injury? Do you think that you might? No, I don't think that. Well, because you have a brain injury. How would you know, right? I also need to clarify, because in the States, a lot of places, like, they won't be, like, as corporate gas stations, and they might have some, like, actual place in them. Tim is literally talking about conglomerate gas stations like an Exxon Mobil that have the pre-made sandwiches, made or Seven Eleven. Yeah, exactly. I just want to make it very. I used clear to live near a Seven Eleven, and I probably went to Seven Eleven six to seven times a week for a sandwich. For something. The, sometimes the, the only taquitos. The sometimes only, those those burgers you put in the microwave. The oh. castle. The only other person that I know that does this, Tim, you know who it is, and that's not a good comparison. <laughs> That person loves Circle K. That they're brand loyal to their gas station. No, no, I wasn't even going to say that. I guess we know two people like that, and they are one of them is a thirty-five-year-old man who won't eat vegetables and lives with his parents. <laughs> Eats like Tim, and the other one also has you know brain problems. I love vegetables. No, I'm not saying that you don't, but I'm saying these are the people that you're eating like. Oh. Well, I just, you know, gas stations are convenient and they have good stuff, and they're also whatever. exceptionally overpriced. 
Ah, uh, whatever, you know. Tim so, too rich. Really? What's overpriced? Oh, you spend an extra dollar on a sandwich. Oh no, that breaks the bank. You go there fucking <laughs> nine times a week, like you're talking about. Yeah. I, I guess you better pass the hat. You know, I spent an extra dollar fifty on on this. Uh, you know, this uh, two liter of Coke or like ninety nine cent burritos. And yeah. Some shit. Well, but the yeah, reason you all, go also to in a Bell time Church. of economic turmoil, Tim just scoffing at throwing money away. No, oh, here's a hundred dollar bill to wipe off my mouth with my ninety nine cent taco. I might as no, well light no. my cigarette off of it afterwards too. No, no, but listen, there's a difference between economizing and like being worried about every single penny. It's okay to be a little penny foolish and pound wise rather than the opposite. You are the same person that goes to the grocery store with a flyer to get the fucking deals, yet you go and spend all of the money that you've saved and more at the gas station. You try to get discounts on dented cans. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't purchase the dented ones. Without your discount. Listen, but there you're going to a grocery store to buy several items you should economize. Listen, I'm going to a party. I show up at Irving, or I show up, or sorry, at any gas station that you want to want to name. Okay, a two liter of DC to mix with my Bushmills is there. So you know what? Yeah, it's two ninety nine, not a dollar ninety nine like it is the grocery store. You know what? My heart doesn't break that I spent the extra dollar for the convenience, and it's cold. So what? But we're not like, talking that. That is a one off purchase. You just said you were going eight to nine times a week. Well, you couldn't get some of the stuff otherwhere, uh, other places. Like I couldn't get certain brands of things except at that grocery store or at like that the sandwiches. That's a Freudian slip at that gas station. What I like brands their sandwiches too. are exclusive to gas stations? Oh, they have their own exclusive brands. They certainly do. People who know know. Seven Eleven makes this brand of potato chip, which is top notch. Wait. Okay. What's the name of that? I'm going to try this. So, seven. I think it's just Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven's like house brand potato chip. I think it's pretty good. I'll try it. Now I haven't had it in like three years, but oh. I thought it was pretty good. We're going to have a review next week. I don't know. He's literally like I'm trying to figure out what what his selling point is. Like I don't eat Lay's because they really suck. Literally. A salted regular Lay's at a party in a bowl, I can kind of get behind, but I would never actively purchase Lay's. Buying a plain chip. I don't. I don't buy Lay's very often. Oh no, it depends if you have a dip with it. I want a Ruffles because they're thicker and yes, they maintain fine, the dip. No, but they're both Pepsi products, so I try not to buy them when possible. You go Seven Eleven chips. That's where you want to be. I don't understand. I actually plain... buy these locally made kettle cook kettle hipster uh, Tim buying which are quite buy local. They're made in New Brunswick and they're quite excellent. Oh, you picked like the shittiest province in Canada to yeah, buy Yeah, but these are really from? good. These are really good chips. I don't I like my chips really 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 crispy and I like when like that you get like the burned ones in the bag or like the overcooked or overfried ones. Like those to me are like divine. Those are what I look for. Uh I find yeah, Lay's a bit too flimsy. They're okay. Plain Lay's are are, are good. Uh Ruffle eh, whatever. Ruffles does have the odd good flavor, but yeah, I give me the uh yeah, give me the 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 no name brand. Like you go to a, a grocery store, their grocery store brand potato chips no. are every bit no. as good, if not no. better. No, no. The, no. we had we had we had. Oh, I yeah. feel like we litigated this like five years ago. They're there are certain suck. there are certain products. I would say that ninety percent of products brand name brand brand name versus no name exactly the same. 
Like you can save yourself a lot of money by buying the no-name brand versus the brand name. But there are certain specialized products that you need, like when you buy anything that's not Heinz ketchup. It's yeah. it's like a sugar factory. Like it's like if when you buy Bounty or like the two Bounce. or three top end like paper towels versus the no-name paper towels, which have no water retention. So you end up going through it like eight times as fast because they don't fucking soak anything up. That is one where there's a huge discrepancy. Chips is definitely one of them. Soda would definitely be one of them. Soda is for sure one of them. Flavored chips are great. Like the PC brand, not the no name. The PC brand are those are just as good, if not better. But PC ain't uh, no like great value. Fair. It's not, but it's also not Ruffles, right? This is a very parochial conversation that we're having. I think it's inaccessible to most people. What? Different brands of chips versus no name? Well, no, the types that I'm talking up. I think... Yeah, you're not talking about no name. You're talking about all brand names. Plain chips is weird to me buying them, and so is, like, vanilla ice cream. I've had them together. It's really good. (laughs) Learned that from my father and grandmother. I like to dip uh, plain potato chips in vanilla ice cream. It's like getting French fries and dipping them in a uh, vanilla frosty, for example, from Wendy's. How do you? Uh, do which that? I think they were advertising. Which they were advertising about. Not that I've done that because I haven't done that. I know people who like I saw the ads, but potato chips in ice cream. I've done it. How do you expect you anyone to take but, you seriously when you post when you say things like this? Well, listen, I'm here to speak the truth. That is as it is to me. Like, I'm an open book. There was a big X in the side of Tim who enjoys dunking his Oreos in orange juice. Siege also agrees after trying it out on Tim's suggestion. (laughs) Yes, I noticed that, man. Gave him the props on Twitter. It's like, see, as usual, I get mocked. I get ridiculed. Someone tries it and I win. Yeah, do, so it's just like the other day, you, someone put the cottage you, you, cheese hold, on Doritos. Hold, hold on, hold on. You win. Did, did you see who sent that to you? Whatever. Like, if there's I, one I, person who gets mocked <laughs> and teased more than you, it's fucking Siege. If others were to try it, they would agree. Like the gentleman who tried the cottage cheese on his Doritos finally and loved it, like I suggested. The people who were you. taking spoonfuls of bacon bits last week. <laughs> the the yeah, cuss challenge that, that, for ALS. <laughs> Gotta eat a thing full of bacon bits. <laughs> then donate. Make Tag three people and donate a hundred bucks. <laughs> Tim, what's your charity of choice? We'll get this going. My charity of choice are almost always uh, animal shelters. I thought you were going to say the GOP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to need it soon. <laughs> I think we should do that. The, the Cust Bacon Bits Challenge for... We'll pick a charity. Tim. Like a local SPCA. Tim, you could be a hero. How many grams of uh, simulated bacon bits would you have to consume? Whoa. Well, I, ate the, whole, I ate the whole jar. 250. <laughs> the whole jar. Jesus. 250 I ate the grams. whole jar that day. I don't know. What do you think is a, uh, how many spoonfuls do you think is good enough? 10? 10, like big spoonfuls of processed bacon bits? I think you need like the yellow no-name bag. Like 250 grams, not even in like a container. Jeff will just donate. He doesn't want to do the challenge. That hurt your teeth. Oh, yeah. It? Tim will cover all dental costs associated with the Tim Andrews bacon processed bacon bits challenge. Oh, I will not. I will do no such thing. <laughs> all right. I've been putting this off for too long. 
We got to get to the marquee game of the week. There's only two late afternoon games this week now, and there's a big one and there's a shitty one. Jets at Dolphins, Tim. Minus eight. The Dolphins are favored at home. 47 and a half. This is the marquee game of the week. Man. Could you imagine at the beginning of the year seeing Miami minus eight against anyone? It's too short, too. It feels too short. We're going to take the Dolphins. Dolphins are on the teaser. Oh, you're really trying to curse that. Reverse curse no, the Jets no, listen. to do a win here. You just said the best I chance do. the Jets have to win is beating Miami. Yeah, but I don't think it's in Miami. I think it's at home. Uh, oh, man. What's to be said? Gase is terrible. Bell is acting passive-aggressive, but that's because Gase acts act uh, passively-aggressive towards him. Uh, the team is in shambles. Nobody can talk to each other. The quarterback is hurt. The receivers are hurt. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you how angry I am about all these rookie receivers killing it when I have a McLaren in my garage that has a, a flat tire, and because it's a, an actual luxury car, I have to order just the right tire for it. I can't just slap <laughs> a Goodyear on it. It's got to be the right tire to drive this thing, and I can't yet, so Mim still hasn't gotten on the field to show what a star he is. Everybody <laughs> is hurt. I didn't know who you were Herndon has thrown every pass he's thrown. He's a bum. Get rid of him. <laughs> Bell doesn't want to be there. I get it. Who would want to? Get rid of him. You can't get rid Here's the thing. You pay him so much that you actually have to cut him to get rid of him. No, or do one of those Osweiler make, trades would, where they have, have to, to give up picks. draft capital yeah. to it do it. It would make the piece to do it. So get rid of him. Even the third Gase. string running back is calling out Gase on Instagram. <laughs> Was it needs to wasn't go? Le'Veon Bell liking liking people who were like tagging him saying that Gase isn't using him enough. Le'Veon Bell was liking all of those tweets. I believe yeah, I saw the that. Toxicity the toxicity inside that franchise right now is at a fever pitch. Now, somebody took an unnecessary shot at the fact the Jets are currently third in the list for top picks. <laughs> Imagine having the third other pick. Than to, other than just to take a broadside at the knowing though that. Look, the Giants and the, the Falcons are definitely going to find a couple of W's in there. The Jets, unless they pull off a real shocker somewhere, yeah, and it could happen. It's the NFL. We just watched the Chiefs win, who were 12, or like the Raiders win, who were 12 and a half point dogs. Unless the Jets just find a, a real shocker somewhere, somehow, there isn't a win there. We're going to lose all our games. And I don't know what else, to, I don't know what to do. I'm devastated and I'm heartbroken and now I'm angry too. Before I was just resigned. Now I'm actively angry. Now I want retribution for, for what I'm being put through and what fans are being put through. It's not right for this to be happening to us. We have players who I think could thrive, but Gase is doing nothing. Again, the idea that Gase doesn't allow sneaks. If you're the quarterback and it's fourth and an inch and you see it, just go for it. What is he going to do? Bench you? You'll be there longer than he will. I don't care. Don't listen to him. Just shrug him off. In fact, if I were Flacco, I'd say, I'm going to start calling the plays at the line, too. Don't like it? Bench me. I dare you. He wouldn't do it. I'm so sick and tired. I, I think Gates, this is mutiny on the bounty, and he's Captain Bly, except I hope his ship doesn't get to East Timor. I'm done with him. I think there's, the, the players should stop listening to him. They should just do what they want till he's gone. Like either they the team can fire him or we can continue this charade through the year. I don't care, but either which way, I think he's lost 
his, his legitimacy to coach this team. And I don't understand why anybody listens to a word he said, says, sorry. I just, I'm, I'm who, you know, can't get cut because they're, you know, they're just a practice squad guy or a marginal player. I don't get it. I despise Gase. I despise what this team is in. I despise what I'm being put through. None of these guys have been a Jets fan their whole life. And in two or three years time, mercifully for them, the Jets will just be an unpleasant memory. I'm here for good. I was here before they got here. I'll be here long after they got there. And they're ripping my heart out every single week. And I don't, I just, I can't take it. It's, it's heartbreaking. Now I'm done. It's an Adam Gase revenge game, Jeff. I can see the Jets winning this game. No. It looks like Perriman's going to be back. Mims could be back, Tim. Darnold oh, should play. I like Miami. I'm going to lay the points. I, 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 It's too many points for me to lay with Miami. I know the Jets are fucking incredibly bad. But there's something with minus eight Miami, Ryan Fitzpatrick starting that I, I just can't do. I know he's been, and he's been on San Francisco. He, listen, you have had the Fitz magic on your team. Paul, you have had the Fitz magic on your team. What happens to Fitzpatrick when things are going pretty well? He throws six picks in Orchard Park and causes Fitz. the team to win the Super Bowl playoff spot. Yeah, Fitz picks. Fitz picks happens. I don't know if this is the he team to do it to him, but year, he's though. done it against worse. I know you're probably right. It? The trend on Fitzpatrick when he's got momentum in his like great runs, where it's like, okay, now you're laying the touchdown. I bet you he's like one in seven in his career. If I were a Jets defensive back and picked Fitzpatrick off running to the end zone, I would fumble it intentionally out of bounds and look at Gase and tell him to pick it up. Buddy, you'll win with five field goals and lift your kicker off the field again. Yeah. Well, that was a pleasant memory of days gone by. Do you remember no. when Tim... I mean, maybe you saw what was coming. Maybe that's why you cried week one. <laughs> well, cry is a strong word. It wasn't balling. <laughs> I think this number gets bigger. Like if, you, if you actually wanted to bet the Jets, you might be able to catch this at like plus 10 and a half by the time Sunday comes along. Especially after everyone's already lost all their money on the early slate. This is one of two games to bet on in the afternoon. Everyone's going to bet Miami. This is Miami's going to be Miami's going to be in every teaser. Just people are going to pound Miami this week. I just I, I can't do it with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I can't. Sorry. So this would have been the Jets at Chargers, right? At four o'clock by itself, Correct. going up with this next great game, which is Rodgers versus Correct. Brady. Like we're Correct. always in that dead lamb spot. Well, actually, Dolphins Broncos would have been at yeah. five o'clock as well. This would have been oh. a three game. I uh, I don't know the the number. You you alluded to it, Pat. The number could probably get higher. I'm not betting the Jets. I'm not betting them. Jets impressive zero and five against the spread so far. Eventually that's not even close. Eventually not that even eventually close. that flips though for everyone. Remember how bad no. the Dolphins were through four weeks last year? Yeah, yeah. it's a point not I'm going to make about the Saints a little bit later on too. We're done. Over. How Finished. Are you make a point against the Saints? I know. I just wanted to bring it up. Maybe I'll bring it up right now since I've just mentioned it. I think the Saints are have, done. Have what? weathered the storm here. Oh yeah, could going be. into their bye week like. They, they basically just brought back all their defensive players in the Monday night game at not 100% to get them back. I think Breeze, we've seen quarterbacks look really washed for like the first part of the, even the Saints defense last year. Fucking sucked through seven weeks, and all of a sudden they got really good. 
I can just once Michael Thomas they figured is back, out how to use Taysom Hill. That's the important thing, right? If they were like one and four at this point, it would be a problem. But they're not. They, they keep winning games. And that game in Detroit, they went like five straight drives, scoring points. Once yeah. it got ugly last night. Oh, we're we're behind. Well, now we're going to score pretty much every time. They keep finding ways yeah. just to win games. I mean, they that, didn't have the lead last night till the game was over. Uh, till they hit the overtime field goal. Like it just it, it feels like if they can flip the switch, almost like Atlanta did halfway through the year last year when their defense went from being abysmal to like kind of really good for the final half of the year. It feels like that's in their defense. They need their defense to be good though, because it's going to be tough for Breeze to come back from double digit points every single week. But I just thought it was interesting they continued. But it seems like if you play them and you tackle, you'll be fine because they really can't get the ball downfield. No, but Michael Thomas not being there is a real thing for them. He's their best. Oh, everything. And and how is it that you're trying to win the game in overtime and you don't give the ball to Camaro once? Crazy. But you are right. I mean, Michael Thomas. You don't need anyone else when you have Taysom Hill. Michael Thomas being there, yeah, changes everything. Makes Camaro more dead. Like, there's a layered effect to his presence. No. Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Tampa coming off the mini buy. Green Bay coming off an actual buy. Tampa's a two-point dog at home. 54 is the over-under. The biggest factor, I think, in this game is going to be... The health of the receivers in Tampa? There's that. I'm not too concerned about that because I think that Brady's going to have a good game against this Packers defense. But the main thing, I mean, the corners have been really good so far this season for Tampa, but Devontae Adams coming back at full health is a bit of a different story. The biggest key here is someone actually pointed out, it's such a strange roundabout point that it actually kind of makes sense. Tampa is best right on its defense is its run defense. So even when they fall behind large in these games, like we saw against the Chargers, you can't just run out the clock on them because their run defense is really good. They make you go three and out, then they just get the ball back. Right, kind of happened with the Colts last week versus the Browns. Yeah, very much ways. the same way. That it's yeah. it's a weird way to think about it, but that's actually kind of the best time now yeah. to have a good run defense is when teams just kind of take the foot off the gas pedal and you can stop them. Vita V is out, out, and the Packers do their best work on the ground right up the middle. I think Aaron Jones is going to have a big game where people don't expect him to because people just have this in their mind, like, oh, Tampa's run defense is fucking locked down. Well, it's not so locked down anymore. They lost their best piece. The best piece, I don't know. I, I If you're watching this show, you probably get it, but this is a guy, there is no backups, there is no replacement level player there. Um, I don't think any team has the depth to withstand that sort of injury. He had been establishing himself, and he's a player that I followed closely in the draft process when Tampa picked him because uh, I believe they – I thought the Chargers could get him and they didn't take Derwin James to make that pick. Um, he's a top five nose tackle in the league. The problem is nose tackles don't necessarily mean a ton anymore. No, they don't, and they're not going to move a spread probably either, especially when the quarterback's Tom Brady and you have lots of cool weapons. I like the Packers. So Packers for me, you and the coin. Timothy, your Super Bowl pick, has a quarterback that doesn't know what down it is. Cursed. Yeah, I think the world is going to be on Green Bay, and this is a fade the public pick. I'm going to take Tampa. I don't. Not that know. I don't think Green Bay is good. I think Green Bay is very good, very very good. But I think people chasing losses come Sunday. I think everyone's going to come in on the uh, on the the Packers, not the Buccaneers. That's my I opinion. I could be why? wrong. I think it's a fine kick to Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers. Like no, Aaron, but he thinks I, that why is Tampa, why are the Packers the public side here? Because it's because of Rodgers. They're the last couple times we've no seen Tampa the lose their two biggest marquee games. The first game of the year against the Saints and the Thursday night against the Bears. We saw them lose. 
uh, those games. The Packers haven't lost yet. The Packers have looked good. So I think, you know, less than a field goal, I think it's going to be a very enticing number for everyone to come in on Green Bay. I'll just take Tampa. I mean, I still think this Tampa team is good. I, I take all the points that were made there about Green Bay. I don't feel super confident about it. That's for sure. But I will take the Buccaneers. Okay. Ram- play. Rams, and I'm curious to actually see where the money comes in on that game. Uh, I think the spread gets bigger, to tell you the truth. But it's same as this spread. Niners are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the Rams on Sunday night. 51 is the over-under. You want to talk about a game where everyone is just going to chase their losses by betting the Rams? This is the one. Love San Francisco here. That's very unusual to me because I usually love the Rams. I, I like, like San Francisco here. in this game, too. Make it a party. It's a it's a pure. But we're not getting the best number right. Oh no! Now. Did you go? Wait! You're, yeah. you're gonna get way better than three and a half. But in San Francisco. This is gonna be a four quarter NFC West football game. Um, I look forward to probably betting this game when I'm getting the full slate of points that I assume we'll probably get closer to the weekend. Yeah, close. What I do think you think this closes at? Four, four and, four and, and a half. half. I was gonna say five is a weird number. I'd say it's four and a half with juice. We're teasing it up, too. It's the last part of the teaser. Oh, I don't like that. To make them nine and a half? Yeah. I mean, I think you get the better number, like you said, if you wait later, but is what it is. Yeah, it's for the show anyway. Uh, and he's going to lose the teaser, and it, had it been a later number, it would have been a 10, and he probably would have been safe. Yeah. Listen, the Rams are the better team. I'm not going to deny that. This just seems like a really good spot for, ta- for the Niners coming off like a really embarrassing loss at home. Two and embarrassing two, losses. Two, really. That Eagles game, they should not uh, have given that Also, away. maybe they're just bad, and we're maybe, completely wrong on maybe. this. But they're still generating pressure. The Rams' offensive line, it's kind of hit or miss. I think that Jimmy G rebounds a little bit, but there's one thing you can do to the Rams. It's run all over them, and the Niners will be able to run the ball in this game with Monster to full health. Do you guys know what the Niners' schedule is the next several weeks? Uh, do they play the Jets again? <laughs> no. That would help. Rams, Rams, Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams, Bills. Ooh, I can see them going 500 through there, though. Just piecing it together. So, that would be mighty impressive. I mean, the Bills games again, but other than that, they're, those are tough games. When's Richard Sherman back? If Matt Ryan left Atlanta, would San Francisco be a place? Kyle Shanahan? Maybe, yeah, maybe, but they still have Garoppolo for what three more years, uh, and most of that's guaranteed. Yeah, but I think. I think there's a trap door there. Oh, if there is, then you probably want to take that. They're going to take it, or just go draft someone. That seems, yeah. Go draft the guy that you actually want. The best, I mean, Aaron Donald's obviously the best thing that the Rams do on defense, but so much of the reason that they've been so good so far this year, it's not just Jalen Ramsey. It's the other side of the field, too. Like, they are locked down on the outside and really limit what you can do there, but that's just not how the 49ers operate. It's one of those situations where the best parts of your defense pass rush to make the quarterback get the ball out quickly to make terrible throws to the outside. The Niners just don't do that. They run a bunch. They throw quick passes over the center of the field where the Rams are highly susceptible. Like It seems like a game where the best pieces of the Rams' defense are kind of negated by San Francisco just not being good at those things anyway. It's just one of those weird style matchups, I think. Yeah, and Goff is a 108, I think, passer rating. Well, I think he's a good quarterback. That seems a little high and probably in line for perhaps a bit of a whack down. It's, it's, I think he's averaging the most yards per attempt so far this season. I could be wrong on that. But just watching him last week, 
And even in the Bills game, in the Washington looks game, good. he looks amazing on one play and fucking horrendous on the next one. Like that's throwing, who he is. He's throwing that is like who he dirt is. balls and bounce passes, throwing it way <laughs> behind receivers. Like the Niners don't have the defense that they should, obviously, but they're still not like awful, awful. They were awful last week, but I think they'll rebound here in a in a decent way. Uh, they might even lose yep. this game by a field goal, but three and a half is a number I like. I like the Niners. Yeah, me too. Monday night doubleheader. Let's go to the one where we actually have a spread on. That is Arizona at Dallas. Dallas, two-point dogs at home against the Cardinals. 54.5 is the over-under. Dallas, yet to cover a spread. So I'm going to take Arizona. I don't think there's enough points. Question. Yes. Is Dallas good? No. They're not good. Without the offense the, is certainly burning. Okay, they're not good. No, 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 no. It's not even, so then I take Arizona. Is the offense actually good, or are they down by like 25 points every game and just the other team doesn't care anymore? Are they Atlanta? My only thing is I love betting on good teams in the first game with a backup. Are you like Tony Dungy saying that they're better off with Andy Dalton? No. Arizona let the Jets hang around in that game way too long. Yeah, uh, Arizona, that was sort of Arizona's not good. Uh, I'm not going to no. come Is out Dallas here. good? No, I don't think they, I will here, take the, the Cowboys. They're, Dalton they're off, is fine. Their offense is fine. They have the worst defense in football. Straight they up. probably do. Nevertheless, Arizona. Dallas. I hate this pick because my whole life I'd pick Dallas here because it's a decent team. It's a getting, former NFC East rivalry. Quarterback. I think they're going to be their offense will be fine with Dalton. I don't think it's clearly going to be as good as it was with Dak, but it will be, yeah. be competent. They still have playmakers, but the defense sucks. The Arizona defense is so lo- bad. Arizona's losing their best defensive player for the year, right? Does does it really matter what happens on Arizona's defense? Like they're <laughs> they're mediocre. Okay. They they were mediocre with Campbell or with Chandler Jones. They're going to be worse without him, but whatever. I love they're the not going to be here. they're not going to be as bad as Dallas's defense. Yeah, the over is fifty four and a half. I'm shocked it's not sixty and a half. Yeah, I, I said 60 would be – I would still probably take over 60. <laughs> I mean, until Dallas covers a game, I'm just picking against I get Dallas. It. I get it. Uh, last game, and this one is going to be very much dictated on what happens in the Tuesday evening game. But Monday, early game, Chiefs at Bills, currently off the board. Let's just presume that things go by what the spread is. The Bills are favored by three and a half against the Titans. Let's say it's either a close game that they win or they win by a bunch or they lose a close game. Chiefs are coming off a loss. I know it's an extra day, but it's still a short week for the Bills playing mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night, and that's just a weird spot. That's why I wouldn't bet the Tuesday night game. Just remember, I, I feel like the last time, Tim, that there was a Tuesday night game, yes. you had a pro line that hinged yes. on Philly beating Joe Webb and it was what we told you you called it free money and it was literally paying like you it was like minus a thousand and they lost the game outright was that when the Metrodome the, fell down yeah yes pushed it to Tuesday. the snow that I mean that my my pro line which was a, actually a pretty nice hit I threw the that team on there for free money just to get it up there and it, that's what screwed me that but was it painful. wasn't a hit because you lost correct yes of course. Do you think he'd bring it up <laughs> if I won? Do you think it would come up by, from him if I had won? Now, come on now. Fair. Uh, Paul, you're the best. I would fan say here. this is cheap. I would say Chiefs by four and a half. I think if the Bills win, I think it's. I want to say Chiefs by two and a half. No, no it, it can't be, be that. No, low. it won't be under. Must field be a field goal. Uh, three Must be a field goal. I say three least. and a half. He said, I think it's got, we got to make this three or three and a half. Okay, we'll make it three. 
Bills still Bills might be short. Bills plus three. If the Bills win in convincing fashion against the Titans, it's impossible. Chiefs losing twice in a row. I don't think so. Chiefs should win this game. Oh no! If the, if the Bills win big, and the, the, that's that's the only reason that it would go to less than three, I guess, would be you know, oh, all of a sudden Josh Allen's the front runner for MVP, and I don't even know who uh-huh. I like. I don't even know who I like in this game. Tell you the truth, I like the Bills, but I don't love it. The Bills are gonna get. Mm-hmm. The Bills are going to play a real Bills-type game soon. I will s- And Paul had pointed out to me when we were discussing this earlier, much like the Chargers had the same problem, where the, and the Lions have the same problem, where the Lions and Chargers, I think, have both now blown three double-digit leads in their past three <laughs> games and lost. The Bills don't know what to do when they get up by a bunch in a game. It's it, true. it changes their philosophy. Like, what they do in the first quarter offensively is really good. Third it- quarter, Josh Allen is an absolute pumpkin. But fourth quarter, and Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, he has to get back down in the game and then go back to doing first Josh half. Allen. Josh Allen is also great, but third quarters have been just abysmal. I would be more inclined to like Buffalo if they actually lose the game versus I would the Titans, too. and I would actually be concerned um, that the Tuesday game versus the Titans is actually a look ahead. The Bills are caught in a look ahead spot because the Chiefs are the money I maker. So. I think because it's Tuesday. Like because it, it, it's now a primetime game, it lost and that. It, and it is against an undefeated team. I agree, but the Chiefs on Monday at home It, it I, feels like a bigger game. I agree. But I guess Monday at home doesn't even mean what it means no, in this world anyway. But you could spin it the other way too, as you were gearing up for this big Thursday game against the Chiefs, but now you're just not playing the Chiefs. You're playing two days earlier and you're playing the Titans. Like you're all geared up for it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Chiefs are obviously really a better did. team, but I don't know. There's something about Buffalo that has me leaning Buffalo. I, I, I lean Buffalo. I was hoping you'd give me three and a half. <laughs> well, when the line actually comes out, we can. Uh, I didn't even flip that. There we go. Heads, Buffalo for the coin. Buffalo for me. Buffalo for Jeff. And you're taking Kansas City? Yeah. I am. I'm hunting bounties this week. Get all kinds of games where I'm on the only, only on the uh, by myself side. Or you can just bury yourself. Well, that's true, too. Um, let's, yes. Now that the uh, cat is out of the bag, can 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 uh, Tim just drop, like, a uh, score prediction for the Bills versus Titans tonight? Tennessee 27, Buffalo 23. Nice. I think the Bills could be in trouble tonight, too. I, I have Buffalo as my pick. They're a finesse but, team. But like I said, and they I, don't deal well I, with tough teams. I am not not betting this game. It's just too weird. I just don't want to touch it. <laughs> I don't want to I've touch met it. Tal- night I've, night. Made, I've met talcum powder tougher than the Bills. You think that wow. Buffalo is a, a finesse team? I said that last week. I stand by it. Yeah, I think they're uh, they're a bit, they're like a passion flake. Very flaky. Well, they, they have a very <laughs> tough quarterback. I know you don't know anything about that. But. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. You, you have the soft quarterback who sees ghosts and sits out games because his yeah. shoulder hurts. How many yeah, How thanks. many plays did Josh Allen uh, miss when he got hurt? And then how many, you know, then uh, we what, Sam's out the next week? I don't know. I, I would say one guy may be a little tougher than the other. But plays on tape, right? I mean, I, I think that that's, again, false machismo to say, oh, someone's tougher than someone else because they aren't playing with an injury. I think that's, I don't know. I don't buy that stuff. I think that's silly. That's because you're soft. You know nothing about that. No, I'm not soft. I have quite thick skin. 
you are Charmin soft. And that thick skin is only due to extended exposure to cigarettes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, leather skin. You look like Chris Berman. Oh, it looks like Hulk Hogan if Hulk Hogan was five million. He looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, man. You're with me, leather. <laughs> <laughs> now that's him. He's just saying it into the mirror. Oh, boy. Superlocks of the week. Right, yeah. I am going to take Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Carolina and Washington were my two other considerations. And Green Bay, actually, plus two. but Or minus two, sorry. But minus three and a half. This is my bet against Baker's shoulder. And he will try to tough it out. But it won't turn out well against this Pittsburgh defense. So minus three and a half for me. Tim. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? I'll take the Falcons plus three and a half. Oh, my God. You, you, know, you're one like in, game. you know you're one and four this year, right? Yeah. Well, the Falcons, I think, were my week one one, too. I mean, it was between the Falcons and the, uh, and the, and the Washington football team. I guess I'll take them. We're all going to circle the Washington football team. And know, are you going to take them? Well, I'm going to be the one that actually takes them, and Tim will be the one that regrets not taking them. Washington plus two and a half. Yeah. Uh, I tempted Pittsburgh, and I really do think the Colts have a huge bounce-back game. Huge. I can see it. Huge. I think th- I think Cincinnati has a huge bounce-back game, too. They're no longer playing the Ravens. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and part of my whole... Well, we already did that. Yeah, I'm just saying someone's got to play that team again, and then he's got to play... you got to save something for the Jeff Feinberg The show. Steelers twice. Yeah, but he already has a win. That's exponentially more than Herbert. If he put it this way, he's I a win and a tie. I guarantee you, Herbert won't win if he goes zero and fifteen as a starter. I guarantee you're right, <laughs> but the Chargers' schedule actually really opens up. What if, what if he loses to the Jets? You better not do that. When is that game? <laughs> uh, it's been rescheduled to God knows when. I think November one. Do you know what's so weird? I don't even know who they play next. Uh, coming off the bye, I think they play the Broncos in week seven. No, that game got moved to week eight. I don't even Who know. Knows? I don't even care. Like I said, it's the greatest one in the four. Integ- Jacksonville. The integrity, Jacksonville. Jeff. The integrity of the season is gone. You might as well just call it quits. What, uh, uh, Tim, you're taking the Ravens and Survivor? I am going to take the Ravens and Survivor. All right. Yeah, we're going to beat the Jags out of the bye. Oh, we'll see. See about the Jags. I Min- hope the Min- Jags. Minshew walk. I actually hope the Jags win, win. this week now. Yeah, that'd be- That's just how the league works. That's how like psyche works, right? Tim, can you recap your free money teaser for us, please? One and four for the year, yeah. seven and 72 for your life. It is a six-point tease. Baltimore, Miami, Atlanta, Washington, San Francisco. Bet the farms win uh, three and a quarter farms. Oh, my God. That pays plus 325. Sure does. Hmm. Um. See, I never play teasers, so I actually don't know what teasers end up paying out. Uh, as Tim's record. Well, I don't show, win them very often. No, we We know. <laughs> Who do you think gets him? Oh, it's definitely going to be the Falcons. I was asking no Jeff, but he's mind. texting. My wife's calling. My you. wife? Why? Well, you have to answer to find out. Well, I know I'm worried something's wrong. Well, I wouldn't want to make fun of you for that. Golf. Very quickly. Tim, you are taking Matthew Wolf. Oh, in the one and done? Yeah. Kid's been playing great golf recently, and I hadn't used him. And uh, hopefully you curse him. him. Yeah, I'm not going to be betting Wolf this week like I have for the last two times that he's come in fucking second place. I would argue, as someone that's not betting Matt Wolf because I haven't been betting Matt Wolf, I'd be nervous to be getting off 
now, but if I miss it, I miss it. I should have hedged last week when he was in that playoff. The other two jabronis were playing like plus two fifty in the playoff. I was watching that live as I was doing the Sunday recap show, wow. and I was not happy. Um, but I used Wolf in the one and done last week, and I took the lead in the one and done because of it, because I was the only one with a guy who made the cut. Everyone's making the cut this week, so my pick was first in this, and I have not used Justin Thomas yet, so using Justin Thomas in a no-cut event where Tony Fino and Dustin Johnson have withdrew due to COVID, and not all of the top-end stars are playing, and $1.8 million to the winner? It's like an easier WGC. Give me JT. I'm taking Sung JM in the one and done. I've also, I like bet, that I've also bet Sung JM. I've bet Colin Morikawa. You and I both bet more. Morikawa is the only bet that I have. And I'm doing the full DraftKings show on Wednesday with Raza, if people want to check that out. Not a ton of like deep diving this thing, but Morikawa just seemed like an easy blind bet. And I've made a move at the top because, as we've sort of discussed off-air, Pat, we have not brought like strong fields together and had an outlier win. We've had fun outlier wins. A Michael Thomas, a Marty Laird... Um, Hudson Swafford. Uh, I guess Sergio is kind of a long shot. No, win. but we've had Stuart them. Sink. Yeah, we've had some outlier wins, but Her- not Herman. Herman, Herman, but not when the field is together. Not when the guys are here. Um, I load up Fantasy National. Rory McIlroy is making the strides. Uh, I'm excited to bet Rory this week. How do I put this? He must have had. I, I'm making excuses, but I believe his end of the season exhausting between the new child the majors the fedex cup just a an exhausting i think a, a getaway a refresh uh i think he's gonna come out roaring and get him ready to go i guess get his grand slam do you think this fucks up dustin for the masters having covid i thought about this walking in because that's sort of when i heard about the news i feel horrible for the guy sort of like when he fell down the stairs this was like a yeah, year where sure his form are you saying that you don't think he has COVID, Tim? Is that your official stance? No, I'm saying I don't know that he fell down the stairs that time. I didn't quite believe it. It was like this, not as bad as that Stuart Appleby story, but I still didn't. No, that was a story. Robert Allenby story. <laughs> it was Robert Allenby. No, when, 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 he, when, he was, when he was kidnapped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He got into a fight at the bar, got was, punched out. It was some fancy wine bar or something in Hawaii. Anyway. Um, I like, yeah. DJ I, should play. I don't even remember what we're talking about. DJ. He's not going to be able. Play. He's not going to play before. You know, he's going to play the Masters, but he will not have played since the U.S. Open. And remember, we spoke about this in the lead up to the U.S. Open. It now gets to a time where these guys will probably be paranoid to play in maybe in next week because they it. don't even want to take a PGA Tour sanctioned COVID test because that can knock them out of the Masters. Well, the Masters three or four weeks away. Yeah, it's the twelfth of November. So there's the Zozo next it's week. Ten NFL. There's there's Zozo. There's Houston, and I think there's one in between. So you could play next. So you week. are right. So you can You're play right. with Tiger next week at Zozo. Be fi- even if you test positive, you would still be fine to play in the. It's Masters. Week Ten NFL. That I know. So where's the schedule? So we got. That's interesting to think about. So, I thought Zozo and the, week the, before, the, the right? Bermuda didn't Champion. Didn't you tell me Houston's the week? Houston's before? the week before again now. Yeah. And the Bermuda Championship is in between. If anybody's going to go to that, I don't. Yeah, know. Brendan Todd will go defend his title. Alex Noren will go and try to be the favorite down there again. But yeah. See, CJ Cup, Zozo, Bermuda, Houston. Yeah, so people, everyone will go play at Shearwood next week with Tiger at the Zozo in another no-cut event, and then they'll be off. Some guys will go to Houston to get reps in. Like Larry Mize. Like Phil. Yeah, like Phil. Phil will go to Houston. Phil's won in Houston a bunch of times. Do you think the burger will get his special exemption? No. 
Even if he wins this week? No. Him and Vic just aren't getting it early. They'd have given it to him by now, in my opinion. Yeah, the only bet that I made why is... You, more- it's why Augusta's the worst major. They're, they're just the worst. You really have a hate on for the Masters. It's really weird. I just think it's pretentious and dumb. And That's you. You're the- pretentious and dumb. <laughs> the it, guy- has, it has... Has less history than any other major and pretends like it's the be all and end all. You are so against. pretentious that you calling the Masters out for being pretentious is ridiculous. It just is. I'm sorry. It's full of itself for something that's been around for like 10 minutes compared to like the Open Championship, for example. Give me a break. Give me a break. It's too new for Tim. <laughs> was it 19- no, but it's just like. It debuted you know, in 1937. <laughs> no, no, I've said it before. People who think the Masters is the best golf tournament are the same people who think the Super Bowl is the best football game. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the Masters are fine. I watch them. They're nice. But, like, if I had to choose between that and the PGA or that and the U.S. Open or that and the, the Open Championship, Masters takes the backseat. The sorry. Masters I, I completely are disagree. fine. No, the, master, the Masters are the best TV experience of them all. I like the Open Championship because it's on for, like, it's on, it starts at, like, 2 a.m. And it's on. It's the only one that you get all the coverage on. I think there's something fun about that as me who bets on golf and likes to see every shot. But the Masters broadcast is the highest-end broadcast that there is. It is the best TV golf watching event eh. it's not for you but you don't you think that the break in between, it's not for me you also think that between golf channel and regular covers that there should be a half hour break i like the whether there should or shouldn't be i don't know i just saying i like the break yeah which is fucking stupid whatever i'm i'm just saying i think the masters is a bit too fuddy-duddy sometimes for my taste you're mr I, fuddy-duddy and full of itself when it should be a little more humble that's all i want that's all i'll say let those guys in. Who does Augusta think? Well, I mean, Augusta can do what it wants. That's fine. But you like, are triggered because a professional golfer won in a hoodie. Well, it's a golf, a golf like a, a sanctioned golf manufacturer brand like sweatshirt with a hood on it. You think Mr. Upset pa- you. You think Mr. I think Mr. Palmer would have worn a hoodie on the golf course. <laughs> Mr. Palmer wouldn't be any good at golf anymore because they wouldn't allow him to smoke on the course. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like you're saying, what? I know what are what are you saying? What I'm saying is there has to be limiting principles to things like dress code, and if there aren't, if the idea is just like you're free to be you and me, and you can wear whatever you want, then why can't somebody wear a pair of blue jeans and a beer T-shirt on the course if they're comfortable and they like it? Next, that's honestly why can't? But tell me why they can't? Why that happens at public courses all the time? And that is something that we should be striving against. There should be. God forbid we believe in a little bit of dignity. You know what, Tim? Then go the join your own go join your own fucking club where those are the rules. Then you don't have to worry about it. It's professional golf. I, I think the hoodie is great. It's better than the fucking like Ricky Fowler snowman rain jacket. Like it well, looks. It, you have to wear it, that. It, it it looks like it was pouring rain at the BMW Championship. It was cold out. I like the look of the hoodie. The hoodie's a good look. It's a sporting. Well, I think it it's looks, a sporting it's a, hoodie. This is a sport. It's not remember. a not a collared shirt. I think it looks unprofessional and again if you want to say hoodies should be allowed in okay but let's draw draw the line somewhere hard and fast and i don't know that you want to do that right do you actually want to draw a line somewhere because i do i want to say okay i'm I'm just i'm just i'm just wondering what the problem with the hoodie is but the hoodie is not a colored shirt why tiger tiger wears non-colored shirts it looks trashy i don't like it it, okay. What do you mean it looks uh, trashy? It looks fine. I think in terms of aesthetics, I, I, think, the, I think the actual I think golf looks, branded Adidas hoodie that Hatton was wearing looks fucking awesome. I would wear that. Well, 
my aesthetic preferences are different and mine are more in line with the traditions of the game. Yeah, you, now, you, say, yours are in line hoodies. with the fuddy-duddies who yeah. were all dead in 1929. I, I saw somebody tweet something, this is not 1920. I mean, I know people who tweet things like that think they're making this profound point when they aren't making a point Well, Tim is still just mad at Augusta because they allowed women to become members. <laughs> I don't like Augusta because Augusta thinks it's better than it's... Uh, Augusta doesn't hold a candle to places like Pebble Beach or St. Andrews. But we are supposed, we're not allowed to say that, right? How, how do we're you not know, by criticize. the way? You, you've been there? You play, to, you, play, you play those courses? We're not allowed to criticize Augusta National. It, that you become persona non grata. Of course, you know, the fans have to be patrons. If you call them fans, why, you've committed a mortal sin and may never come to the course the, again. All of this like, stuff is right up your alley. This is You're arguing well, against Hatton and the Masters on two it. separate sides. I bristle against it. I'm sorry. It, I'm, I just think it is pretentious and dumb. And, uh, you know, if the Masters were to go away tomorrow, wouldn't bother me. Well, I don't I like th- it. I, Fine, I, I, if it went away, I don't, I don't think that you should be allowed to make any Masters picks. You know, he's trying to curse our Bryson bets already. He's the worst. Well, after, no, no, after no, no. being off Bryson, Bryson sucks. Oh, I think he's going to win no, the Masters. No, no, no. I don't think Bryson is going to win the Masters. Good. The question was, can his style of play win at the Masters this year? Yes, it can. Will his body last 10 years from now? No one thinks it can. Why? Can it, he, he's, it, he's in much better shape Tiger for his body to last. last. Yeah, and, and, do you know, and, and his do you, body was significantly you, more vicious. And, and yeah. he wasn't as vicious as a swinger. That is not true whatsoever. Tiger's, Tiger Tiger's was way more vicious. Tiger's Bryson, motion was way more vicious. Bryson's physicality is not going to last. Tim, his, his, we- not last. his weight and his bulking up, just because you and him are the same size now, do not equal the same sort of body. Your I'm body is more likely now, to break down in 10 years than his. 10 years from now, we'll see whether Bryce can still play this way. Oh, I don't think it's very in ten, unlikely. In 10 years, I don't think that he will try to play this way. He'll reinvent himself. Uh, yeah, well, I think if again. you tried to. In, and that, in, that's fairness, in fairness, Tim is a doctor. So he knows these things. <laughs> yeah, he knows the ins and outs. Can Bryson win at the Masters? Yes. Is he going to? I don't think so. He's not going to be my pick. But it wouldn't shock me if he won. He just won at a significantly harder course in Wingfoot and beat the field by six strokes. If you can win at that place the way he did, then you can win anywhere. And Augusta, again, is just a course with a lame final hole and a couple of pretty holes. But uh, it, ain't, it ain't St. Andrews. It ain't Carnoustie. It ain't Pebble Beach or Olympic Club. It's just a course that I know it's against the rules of sports to say anything bad about Augusta National, but that's how I feel. But if they'd like to send me down to the Masters to, to attend, I, I'd go in 2021. Well, like, I was, don't get me wrong. I was actually going to say, I've procured a spot to broadcast for next year's Masters at 2021. I had a spot for you, but I'm thinking about not inviting you now. <laughs> like, if they heard what you just said, you're not going to be allowed to go. That is like, certainly uh, like, true. Like, like actually. That is certainly true. That is certainly true. So, Jeff, it's going to be me and you. We need a third. Who wants to become the third member of the Pat Mayo experience for the Masters? Timmy, can I just re- go hang out with uh, John Daly? You listen. You outside got, the gate. Listen, your whole <laughs> no, way with the Hooters. Your whole way was going to be paid. You were going to get a hotel. You were going to get to do all the work. But now they will accredit him a pass. Now it's nothing to do with you. Your desire. Yeah. <laughs> well, stop declining me for tickets every darn year, Masters. They probably listen. Surprised to you. they didn't win this year. Of doesn't all sound like you even want to go. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you want to go. Yeah, is, is, is this why you don't like it? Because you can't go. <laughs> well, you know what? If they don't want me, and I, then you know what? Too bad. I should. I don't know why I went off on this tangent. I just there's listen. Let me be blunt. I think the Masters is fine. 
I don't object to it being a Tim out here sucking the master's cock to get back in. It's a tournament that people love. There are some beautiful holes. It's just not the world historic site that perhaps other courses are. Last time I looked, it wasn't on the coast. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I think the last hole is a bad hole. So are, really are you like saying it. that only coastal elites can enjoy things? I didn't say that. Then what does it matter In if fact, it's on I'm the coast sure or the, not? I'm sure the membership at Augusta is probably far, far more elite than almost any club on earth. Uh, but, but, but So if it's not on the coast, it can't be a good course? That's your take? I didn't say that, but it, can't, it won't, be as, won't be as beautiful as one on the course. That's my aesthetic preference. That's what I think. But we've already but, established you know, that you have no taste or aesthetic preference and suffer from But Augusta National can prove me wrong by letting me uh, walk the ground. No, you, uh, honestly, after they watch this, like we have enough pull within this that people will watch it at Augusta. And listen, I, you invite Pat Mayo and Jeff Feinberg. We will do a very classy show from <laughs> Augusta National. Maybe we'll have Trump as the third person if he gets voted out. We'll have Trump on the set. It's like having cussed anyway. It's crazy. If. You know that we always call tim trump in our private exchanges i believe it i don't understand it i don't understand it it's very like similar man. people say this it's like do they tim <laughs> tim just <laughs> said, oh yeah tim just said if um in terms of trump gain oh yeah uh, no no well, tim tim's worried now that he is he uh, hasn't called it over yeah you know he has called it over i uh, know well i haven't publicly because i've been asked by multiple people <laughs> not to and so i promise that i will not make my public declaration till the morning of election day so what you're saying is that I should wait to bet Trump. I'm just saying I'm not making my public declaration until, by the way, which I wouldn't anyway, because like elections aren't over till the day of the elections. <laughs> it's not going to be over for much longer than that, too. I'm not so sure that that's true. Oh, I'm only getting plus 170 for Trump right now. Yeah, the markets are insane. People the markets like, uh, are not catching up. People like betting Trump. People do like betting Trump. They feel like they missed out last time. I feel like more gamblers, probably a little bit more right wing. I don't know. That's just a guess, but I feel like that's more a, a popular bet. We'll see. All right. That'll do it. Pat Mayo Experience, Jeff Feinberg, staying at election talk. Smart. Smart. Show Smart. tomorrow, uh, Wednesday night, 10 p.m., Friday, 2 p.m. Where it's only election talk. No. With Jeff Feinberg. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is going to break down congressional by congressional district in uh Yeah, it's a, it, it's uh, a it's a lot like Hannity's show, but with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you just get fired have the up. No spin zone? Yeah. You can have the like Bill O'Reilly used to have the no spin zone. Yeah, but this is the pure spin zone. He'll take he'll take shots at Kamala Harris because it's not it's like it's like uh, Herbert versus uh, all the other quarterbacks. Yeah, you bring Susan <laughs> Rice. So you could have cast your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Feinberg, follow him on Twitter at gfeinberg17 and go to ftndaily.com Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time and Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern time? Yes. 2 p.m. Eastern time to watch the brand new Jeff Feinberg show. I would like to thank Paul. I would like to thank all of you for sitting through this one. We do like one or two shows football-wise here that go completely off the rails. This was one of them. Mainly due to Tim and August. Tim and August. That's not my name. Sometimes it's not my fault. Tonight was definitely my fault. And I take ownership of that. I, I steered this ship in sort of careering directions. I apologize. Well, that's what you get for being an accountability buddy. At least you're owning up to it for the first time ever. No, listen, I, I know when it's when it's me who's like put a put a spike in the middle of the show and when it's 
when it's Jeff or somebody else, but it was definitely me today. And I, I own that. And I don't get to put my kids down to bed tonight, Tim, because the show went on too long. Thanks. I, I apologize for all of my shortcomings. <laughs> anyway, that will do it. Please smash the like button if you're still watching this nonsense. Also, download the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star rating if you're feeling generous. A five-star review about what you like for the show. If you're considering leaving a bad review, don't. Okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Like the movie. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Tim, go get yourself go get yourself a, a mean bean. Um and so we can monster energy drink for like next bean. week's episode. I bet you'll fucking love it. No, but after we finished our little early chat, I pulled up the Steakhouse King on their website here on the computer. And man, that thing looks that <laughs> thing looks as good as it does on the ads. So best Burger King burger I've ever had. I'll say that. Experience! Experience!